You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. The wait is over. Welcome back for part four of Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast Extreme TV Theme Song Bracket. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Where's the explosion? Well, I wasn't that quick on the trigger. <laughs> It'll be there. It'll, It'll be there. there. Don't you oh, worry about man. it. We'll get it in He's there. never let us down yet with an explosion. <laughs> oh. This is it. All the marbles tonight. We're going to wrap it up tonight. We're going to go through the final section, the Silver Age of Television, which will consist of... Oh, I don't even know what the earliest one I didn't look. We're at late 60s to early 80s. I'm sure probably one of these is still on. Um, but a good group. I like this group. Yeah, I feel I, good about I, this. I, these guys don't get to see the list till a few minutes ago. But I, li- I like... They, they, they seem pleased with some of the choices on here, even though there's going to be some tough matchups, some heartbreakers. Jordan, explain what we're doing here. We are doing the fourth and final bracket for all the best theme songs in the history of TV. So if you have missed the first three, go back in the archives. You can listen to them in any order. We kind of jumped around from yeah. time period to time period. But this one is the Silver Age. So we already did the Golden Age. We did the Bronze Age, and we did the Modern Age. So this is our fourth and final, as I said before. And we're going to match up two famous theme songs. We're going to debate them, which one is better. That one will move on in the bracket, and then it will face the next one on the list. We'll debate that one. We'll play the theme songs. We might sneak a few little fun audio tidbits in there. And at the end of the night, we're going to have a winner the yeah. ultimate Age. winner. Yeah, we'll have Silver yeah. Age, and then we'll go on, and we have three winners already, which we'll... Repeat at the end of the episode in case you haven't heard those. And final four. We'll have a final four, and we will figure it out tonight who the ultimate champion is, who is the Kapow Mm -hmm. crowned champion. And we've gotten some good feedback on this. People seem to enjoy these. We're glad you're uh, you're you're liking listening to this. We really like doing it. Yeah, and we had we had fun with this. We put up our play-ins, like we had some outliers that we just weren't sure about, so we put. Polls up the last uh, couple episodes, yep. and um, you could vote on the play-in of which one actually got into the bracket and which one. Right, you guys got to choose what got got in. So, yeah. so if you missed that, like our Facebook page, Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast, on there. We do fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We don't spam you too much, but we do a lot of fun little things on there. Yeah, so let's start with that uh, first one. What was our our first play-in? play-in? Yeah, the first matchup. There's a couple of family shows from the 70s. Sounds pretty 70s. Yeah, oh, yeah it does. Get wet, watch out, Carrie's gonna fall down. <laughs> Oh, she just fell down the, between the weeds. Uh, hashtag don't fall down. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall down, Carrie. 
Little House on the Prairie. It's one from 74 to 83. It's Michael Landon's baby, Little Joe. Yeah, I my memory of the show was mostly on, from syndication. Like it, it ran on TBS for yeah, a long yeah, yeah. time, and we've talked about being a captive audience when we were younger. We only had so many channels, and so this was a show I did not care for as a very young child. <laughs> right, but I was forced to watch because it was better than whatever adult programming right. was on the news well, or whatever. I we watched this over and over when I was young. Like it was just an approved family show. You know, it was just. You know, based on the books by Laura Ingalls Wilder, um, talking, I believe that was a real person that wrote about her, you know, life, you know. Right. And it was just a good family show. And, yeah, they were out on the, pr- on the frontier. Road, yeah. And what, what, were the, what was the town that was nearby? Sleepy Eye. <laughs> they always would take a, tri- take a trip to Sleepy Eye. What was, was it? Was it Nellie? Nellie. Oh, I hated Nellie. Yeah, and, and Willie, her brother, yeah. the Olsen Mercantile. We had Merlin Merlin Olsen, right? Mer- yeah, Father Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they went out. And then later there was Nancy. They adopted okay. that girl to yeah. replace Nellie after that. The one girl went blind. Mary went okay. blind. Okay, yeah. And I know Adam. a lot more about this yeah. than I... <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about it. Adam, she married Adam. They had okay. a blind school. Yeah, that's Albert, right. they went and found Albert. Albert and yeah. He, and he was a little... Michael Michael Landon would... Uh, he wore uh, lifts because he wasn't the tallest guy. That's why they called him Little Joe. <laughs> but, he, uh, but he wore four-inch lifts on this show. I didn't he looked know. taller. Yeah. But remember Almonzo? No, I don't. You don't remember Almonzo? That's who Laura married. Oh, okay. And then they had another little girl. Is I it? know they, they adopted Jason Bateman okay. from Silver Spoons <laughs> <laughs> and some other girl. Maybe I'm crazy here. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I just, it was just some weird fever dream. But didn't the fun- Mr. Edwards? Didn't the finale, didn't the house blow up? Or the town they blew, blew up? the town up. Okay. In the finale, yeah, they there was like the railroad was coming through. I, I could be totally <laughs> wrong. This is my childhood memory. But they they... The railroad was coming through and buying up the town. They were just going to be like uh. gone. There was going to be no town anymore. So they blew up all the buildings so they wouldn't get anything. That's so weird. Yes, what? Um, I just would like to interject a second. That before we started, we mentioned the only negative thing we had to say about the previous episode was that it was a little bit long. We don't care. I don't <laughs> care. And we should probably tighten things <laughs> up nope, just a We're tight. talking about it. You should. So. It's only long because you interrupted us. <laughs> but the, remember, uh, Carolyn opened the restaurant. Yeah, I remember and, the restaurant. Yeah, was good. <laughs> you, you have no nostalgia for this. This is our I've only been, chance to talk Little House. Yeah, I've never seen it. it wow, was, that's it, crazy to me because it was. It, it, it was huge. I, I yeah, in it was my big, memory, big I don't know. Yeah. I really don't have perspective. I don't know whether everyone else was watching. Uh, it was that, a weird but. thing where, like I said, it was. I felt like I didn't like the show, but I think I secretly did like the yeah. show. Probably as a I, kid. there's nothing you. There's nothing I like better when, than when you got an episode of Little House, or I'll equate it to something like in uh, Roseanne or other movies where the dad was like. Okay, I'm gonna go whoop somebody's ass. When Dan, Dan Connor would get, put on his coat and walk out, or Charles Engels was getting ready, he's gonna go. He had to go take care of something. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the best. He's gonna go <laughs> knock somebody out. <laughs> uh, just like, 
those are those were the best but I, I just it was just a good family show and it's like again period piece yeah i like you know the old-timey things like that so whatever i love little house on the prairie i have also never seen any of the one it's up against and this was like the I'm, show the boring show i hated so boring I'm, boring version yeah. of little house i'm definitely glad the the listeners voted on these yeah this is definitely one i didn't watch either so but it's a pretty good theme song so let's give it a chance The horn pulling up. That's I all. did not expect is, that. Yeah, it's the, it's, it was every uh, intro, but it's the Waltons, and I did not like this show because it was it was just so less interesting than uh, yeah, Little yeah. House. I, it was the same time period. It was on from seventy two to eighty one, so it started a little before Little House, but it would just I, I I don't even know much about this show. I don't either. Oh, I know it's just family that famous drama. line. Yeah, it's in the set in the thirties, forties, Virginia. Um, had like a, you know, I just remember that it was the same thing. There was a grandma and a grandpa, and they all they had a bunch of kids. The fa- most famous thing this show is famous for is. John Boy, the yeah. guy with the mole on his face, was in it, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> and it, they and that they'd always say good night, John Boy. I mean, you've had to have heard that in your life. Maybe not right. nowadays, but good night, John Boy. That's this is what Again, it's from. Something your grandparents said if you right. had like if all the family was in the one. <laughs> yeah. Shut it's up, like, Grandpa. It's like, that's right, not my name. Good night, you. Good night, you. And somebody go good night, John Boy. Like right. that was always the joke. Yeah. Right. Um. So anyway. How did the fans vote? Because they get to pick what goes through. Yeah, so this one ended up uh, 100% Little House. <laughs> we had a lot of votes so, too, so, but, but it was yeah. uh, it, it was a sweep. I would have, I, I could, you know, as far as shows, Little House way better. I don't really think either theme song does a lot for me. So no, I'm, me either. I mean, like, I didn't think that was a, you know, that's kind of a catchy little tune once or whatever. It, once but, it gets into the, that was yeah. the hook of it. Yeah. So... We don't get to pick. They picked. So we agree. We agree. Good job. (laughs) So now it's going up against, again, one of the most famous family shows ever. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold like their mother. The youngest one in curls It's the story Of a man named Brady Who was busy With three boys of his own They were four men Living all together This has Sam the Butcher Yeah (laughs) Now we got it (laughs) Yes, Sam the Butcher This one That's a great callback (laughs) Three shows later That this group Must somehow form a family that's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Oh. That's the way we... Yeah, so, so we got the Brady Bunch with Ambie Davis. Um, <laughs> guys, 
I like the fact that you just said you never seen Little House or the Waltons. I guess have you ever watched the Brady Bunch? I never liked it that much. Wow! But I've probably seen half of them or more. Like again, them. it was just I've seen them each a thousand times. At a certain era of your childhood, it was just on some channel every day. Yeah, I watched a lot of the Brady Bunch, um, and it's it's it was okay. Like I, I think I liked the. Remember when they went to Kings Island? Yeah, in Cincinnati had the poster in there instead yeah. of Mike's architectural plans. I like those on. episodes when you know I think Davy Jones was on an episode. Yeah, and they went to Hawaii. Yeah. That was probably my favorite Gosh, episode. They, had the un- they didn't have the, the luck. tiki. The, yeah, the picture fell down almost yeah. killed somebody. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, I've seen them all a thousand times. <laughs> I know, even at that young age, it felt a little corny to me. Like. I know that's the, the appeal of it for a lot of people, but it just felt a, the laugh tracky. But you have like, one of the the best TV fathers, you know, Mike Brady. He's an architect. He's like, man, I want to be an architect like Mike Brady. He's got his own den there, yeah. and easel. And it, you know, he's just what a great dad. And they, I just like I. There's something heartwarming about these family shows. You know, all these kids, and every, of course, somebody's gonna have a problem or whatever, but. And a little bit, I'm just thinking now, like, it's kind of it's a, a mixed broken family. family. Like, yeah, I, I divor- mean, you're dealing with divorced parents. I was reading an article about uh, something. I don't remember what I was where, what it was in, but I was reading an article not too long ago about the Brady Bunch and how they addressed that Mike Brady had been divorced. Yeah. Or no, no, widowed. He was right, widowed. Right, right. But Carol, um, they never really mentioned, but the idea was that she was divorced. Oh, okay. But it was taboo still right. to have a divorcee you know yeah that that yeah that that comes up in a few shows things like that but yeah i don't didn't remember ever hearing exactly what happened i remember of course well, so it's just the explain, dog? It's, it's explained okay, let, me, let me ask you this remember the dog do i remember i remember the dog house exactly <laughs> what, what do you remember the dog's name come on everybody knows the dog's name. cousin oliver no, but yeah, that's exactly when that that's a good example of you know what happens to the show runs so long. This show was on from uh 69 to set only 74. Wow. It uh they ate, it was right in that range where they aged. I mean, that's what it says. That feels very short to me, but yeah. Um I think it actually silver spoons. Silver platters. <laughs> is what the dogs <laughs> Are we, are we still guessing? Is it, what's, what's the, the silver blonde? Silver. That was the name of their, they their did singing group. I'm, wait, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When uh, Pete's voice was changing. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Pork chops and apple shots. <laughs> the dog's name was Tiger. Oh, that's but right. But he was only on, if, I, if, if I'm if i right, I was thinking he was only on for like the first season, not even five episodes. And then mm. the dog got hit by a car in real life. Oh. And they never replaced it. But the AstroTurf... Yeah. A light had fell, burnt the AstroTurf, so they had to leave the doghouse there <laughs> to cover up that oh. spot. So it was always there, but there I was never an, any more dog. Yeah. How about that? Oh, that's that's good stuff. Right? Yeah, that, cool. that's pretty good. Yeah, they had a um if you pretty go back good. to if you go back to Kapow History and so Michael mentioned his lost dimension he was from and he, he talked about one time the, the Brady I don't remember if it was a series or a movie. I think it was a series back in the 90s that apparently happened, but nobody remembers it. What? Yeah, that's one of those Berenstain, Berenstain, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There was a thing. I think he. There was some sort of Brady thing. They got back together. I remember them as adults getting back together. And now this, like, currently this week, there's the thing where they're they redid the house. Yeah, they did the inside like it was in there. Anyway, the (sighs) remember uh, and and of course it's Sam the Butcher's when Bobby uh, had to save Greg. He was locked in the freezer. Come on, (laughs) come on. You don't remember that? Come on, man. All right, Bobby. We've said enough. We've said enough. That gets okay. my vote over Little yes, House. Yes, Brady Bunch crushes Brady Little Bunch. House in the theme song. Okay, we got two more families. First, we got the Evans family. squeezes in on the uh, painting of, of the mirror. This is a Norman Lear show. There's going to be a few of those on this list. Yeah. This was a spinoff of Maud, which was also oh, a Norman Lear I show. I didn't know that. Yeah. She was, Florida was her housekeeper, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, the, uh, I thought, if Jordan has never seen this, he would love it because it's about poor people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I always loved that her name was Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Amos, Amos, that was yeah. on, you know, Mr. McDowell was on there. Uh, we had Janet Jackson was on there as Penny. She was a little girl. Did you ever watch this, Jordan? Uh, I've seen a little here and there, but it was never a regular thing. I yeah, I never watched much of this. And Jimmy Jimmy Walker is JJ. person you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite Shows I miss catchphrases. <laughs> oh, They're great. It's great. When the, uh, yeah, so your catchphrase audience goes crazy. It's so, so fun. <laughs> anyway, that's a great theme song. It's up against one of the music families. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Partridge family. Yeah. Shirley Jones, David Cassidy, Susan Day, Danny Bonaducci. Bonaducci. Come on. Come on. Hey, did you? She was was originally supposed to be Carol Brady. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I could have seen that. But yeah. she didn't want to be the the she didn't want to be cast as like the mom uh pulling the roast out of the oven. She said little did she know she would have had a maid. <laughs> come come on. Uh, but uh yeah, we had Keith, Lori, and Danny as Danny. Um I didn't love the show. What was Ruben the manager? Um, did you guys watch any or much? Just of this? a little bit. I remember the bus, and yeah, bits yeah. and pieces, but nothing, nothing I'm, concrete, nothing really stuck there. Yeah, so, same here. yeah, I didn't love it, but and I think like all these kids blew up. These were some of the most famous human beings on earth. Yeah, the stretch. Oh yeah, this show was on. Yeah, like, definitely. Did you know Kate Cassidy from Arrow is David Cassidy's daughter? I, I, I did not know that until recently. I guess they're they had an estranged relationship, but hmm. but yeah, how about that? Oh. He recently passed away. Yes. He did. All right, one job. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say I like. I mean, that's a that's an iconic song. That's why it's on the list. But I prefer the Good Times song. Uh, good Times, definitely. Like I said Partridge Family was enormous. Mm-hmm. Those people were superstars. Couldn't walk down the street. But, you know, Good Times had a huge cultural impact. I remember uh, there's a Chappelle show bit where he was going, like, quizzing folks about the lyrics. Yeah. And every African-American he talked to knew every word of the lyrics. Like, Struggling mm. and surviving. Good times. <laughs> and, like, they knew the next yeah. line. And it's like, you know, th- you know, we talk about a limited options that we had as kids. If you weren't white, your options were much more limited on seeing someone who looked like you on screen. So. When you watch that, uh, the opening to Good Times, and at the end it goes down to that oil painting of them. Uh, it's called the Sugar Shack, and Eddie Murphy has that. He owns that painting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah huge, huge culturally important, but I just I, for two shows I don't have much to go with. I, I think Partridge Family is probably a better song for me. So it's up to you there. Yeah, I, w- I was leaning heavily toward Partridge Family. Okay. But. Uh-oh. You just, vote, up, you just voted for the Partridge Family, but I kind of feel like he convinced me the good times <laughs> is better. I, yeah, you were the one that made the argument. <laughs> and I am also locked in now with mine, and you voted the other well, There's no rules. You can unlock <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still go good times. You go Partridge Family. Well, the winner has to go against Brady Bunch. So yeah, I think I'm. I, I'm gonna uh, good times. Okay. Well, I think Brady Bunch beats either of them. That's I agree. my pick. Agree. Okay, so go to the, to the bottom half of the Northwest bracket. With this show was as big as you could get at the time. I don't. I know a lot of people you don't remember that, but this was. Enormous. Just seeing this on here got me excited. I know. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. When the kisses are hers and hers and his, please company too. Come and dance on our floor. Come and dance on our floor. Take a step that is new. Take a step that is new. A lovable space that needs your face, Reese Company too. You'll see that life is a ball again, laughter is calling for you. Down at our rendezvous, down at our rendezvous, Reese Company too. Three's Company, seventy-seven to eighty-four. Come on, exactly. That even seems short to me. Yeah, 
But it was like, so, that's a it, show that feels like it was on for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. It was so big. Yeah. And they had, you know, a revolving uh, Ca- yeah. cast that, yeah. you know, originally, of course, we had John Ritter, Joyce DeWitt, Joyce DeWitt, Suzanne Summers. Exactly. And, but eventually she left because of contract stuff. Right. And she was the big star. She was the immediate star of the show. Yeah. And then she, you know, she thought she deserved more, apparently. Uh, allegedly, they ended, ended up replacing her with someone I don't even remember. It was supposed to be her cousin, or maybe uh, there was two replacements because yeah. the one that ran longer was Terry, the blonde. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was, I think, a brunette that played her cousin that just wasn't a big. No, kid. no, she wasn't brunette. She was blonde too. Oh, okay. yeah, okay, yeah. I believe you. Yeah, I, I just don't don't remember her. Um, the you know, John Ritter was great. The whole premise, if you don't know, was there's. Two girls, a guy living together to sable and rent. You know, they were pooling their money to buy, to right. rent a place, but you couldn't live together. Uh, you know, the ropers weren't going to allow you to live together. Well, because they think you're doing foul things. Yeah. But so John Ritter, Jack Tripper would pre- pretend he was gay. So then obviously, then it was okay. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. If, they, if he was gay, he was just living with these girls. Uh, the Ropers were great because Mrs. Roper was like super, like <laughs> hypersexualized. She wanted it so bad, and Mr. Roper, played by Norman Fell, had yeah. no interest. He was like, "It's not happening." No, oh. ever. She always wanted it, and he wasn't giving it. To- oh, they- Stanley! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he wanted to. Uh- well, they ended up getting a spinoff. Yeah, they called the Ropers. Yeah, yeah, and they had a thing in their con- contract that if it didn't work out they could come back mm-hmm. and they were but they never did let them come back well they replaced them with don Knotts, yeah mr <laughs> furley right who was great yeah so of course you had larry upstairs yeah, yeah. he was like and they had a regal beagle they oh, go to the regal all of them went to the regal beagle they'd see everyone there and they'd go just go to the regal beagle and hang out yeah this this was one of my favorite like first television shows I love this show. And there was a second spinoff, too. Jack. Three's a crowd. Yeah, three's a crowd. Yeah. yeah. He got married, or he was he proposed at the end of the whole series. Right. And they got, what was the, who was the third? It was her father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was her dad. Mm, it the, didn't last very long. No, no. Like most, most times spin-off, when they try yeah. to do that with the, but... Anyway, but it yeah. was when this came out, it was really big. Was John really- John Ritter was a gifted comedian, yeah. unappreciated for his time. Like he was physical comedy, just amazing. Oh, yeah, what was so funny is that they would do all these things. You know, there's all these typical misunderstandings and things. It's all the sexual innuendo. If someone over here, mm-hmm. oh, Chrissy's got a bun in the oven. Well, oh, it's all the stuff talking about it when she's cooking something. You know, yeah. But they'll be talking about each other in the same room. You know, just the so much happens in like a small space. Some people don't just they talk, had this turn around and talk to each other. Yeah, it was it wasn't a big set. It was just a it was their apartment, yeah. mainly the living room. You had this wonderful swinging door into, through, the into the kitchen. You would it, step up, uh, step. I think you stepped up into the bedroom, and yeah, uh, it was like too, too many levels in this. Levels, Jerry. Levels. <laughs> yeah, I I love this theme song, the opening where they're riding their bikes and they're going to the they're to San he Diego falls, Zoo. All I always picture is he yeah he yeah. falls off his bike way and that girl walks by or skates by or yeah. whatever she's doing. Yeah. yeah, I definitely remember being very young, maybe not getting all the jokes, but 
one of those shows where I recognize the pattern, where literally every episode there's a misunderstanding yeah. and things escalate. Like I, I understood that at a very young age that mm-hmm. there is a, you know, there, there's a there's a repetition to these shows, but they're always funny. Right. And he, so, you know, look, you're lusting after the girls, and they would always shoot him down. So, and again, like there were no gay people on TV back then, so. It, it not that I'm sure it's not the most woke show. There were a lot of stereotypical right. like he would behave gay, quote unquote, to to fool. Right. But it was never in the but negative. It, yeah, Do you remember when, he, when like, his job was? Who Jack? Yeah, he was a chef. Right. Okay. Good job. That's a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> George canceled. Wow. Wow. No, uh, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, like just the the. Yeah, they weren't. It wasn't like you know, get out of my house. Like I can't have yeah, a gay okay. person. It was it's like, okay. well, as long as you're gay, like that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, as you can tell, we are going to run really this, long. But this is the last episode of this, so this we can is, do whatever we yeah, want. Yeah, this is. I'm very, very so high on this one. I'm telling you right now, I, there's a lot of great ones on here, and I mean great ones. But man, Three's Company. It's a great Ooh. show. I don't. I and, love and the that, theme, and I love the theme song. But you. Don't get much more iconic than the one it's up against. Based on the movie that came with a back with a TV series that was on from 72 to 83. Really long running, hugely pro, um, popular, uh, laughing through the pain show. Very strange for a TV show spinoff to have usurped. Yeah, pop culture. When people think of MASH, they don't think of Elliot Gould. Yeah, <laughs> Certainly you, not. Yeah, so, right. You know, it's an uh, acclaimed... Yes, Donald Sutherland. I yes, remember. it's an acclaimed, beloved movie, but it's, you know, the, the show is what people remember. Uh, of course, Alan Alda. We've had this trivia question twice. <laughs> um, yeah, as Hawkeye Pierce, some of the characters... Uh, of course, Jamie Farr as Klinger was only supposed to be on one episode, but was became hugely popular he was like cross-dressing um again a, yeah a cross-dresser so early that on. everyone was like ah okay he's weird but yeah. well he was he doing was, it to try to get right, yeah right. yeah right. but no one shunned him or yeah, he mm-hmm. was just one of the crew colonel potter bj honeycutt Loretta Swit as was hot pants hulahan hot lips hot lips that's right hot lips uh radar o'reilly Charles Winchester, Frank Burns. And uh, Larry Hamite was in the show. He was. Oh. As a Korean soldier. Yeah. Friend of show, Larry Hama. I didn't watch a lot of it. was a little. Uh, Pretend. Yeah, it was pretty ser- serious for me as a kid. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch much. A uh, very, very tiny amount. I, it didn't hold my attention. 
So I would be off, you know, playing with toys and stuff rather than watch this. Yeah, this famously, the show lasted longer than the Korean War did. Right. Uh, It had a laugh track except when they were in the operating room. So they kind of compromised that, you know, when we're out on the base, you know, funny things happen, we chuckle. And then they'd go in the operating room and there's smock put up blood all over them. And, you know, Alan Otto would be, you know, be sarcastic or cynical, but there was no laugh track. We took it very seriously. This was still life and death. And that was a that was prop one of the best things about the show. That touch. You really noticed that and it laid so much gravity in those scenes. You really got that mm-hmm. you know, serious emotional feel of what they were dealing with and why you know while the the jokes, you know, contrasted with that. And I, very, you know, anti-war in a sort of way of you know that, that gallows humor that you know we're out here living and dying and we're not sure why and all, you know it just it in a time of watergate and vietnam and you know right after it's you know it's set in the korean war but it's you know basically commenting on the vietnam war so yeah this was my mom's favorite show probably still is we watched it anytime it was on she still watches it on me tv or whatever she'll tune in whenever she can so i've seen a ton of these and yeah, that theme song is very nostalgic for me. And you know the title of the song? Uh, Suicide. Suicide is Painless. Right. Painless. So it, ha- it does have lyrics, but they wisely didn't put the lyrics. But on they did it. in the movie. Yeah, the movie had the, the lyrics. Yeah. Suicide is Painless. It brings on many changes. Like, mm. yeah, that, that wouldn't have flied on the, right. the prime time. So what are you voting for? I'm voting for MASH. What do you think, Cliff? Come on knocking my door. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for you. Uh,. I, I I really like both theme songs, but it it is a no brainer for me. Mash, I think that's just a, <sighs> so disappointing. Just, it's a beautiful. I mean, I, it makes me nostalgic. The thing is, some of these, it's just the nostalgia so much with an emotional song or whatever, just does it for me. So that that definitely goes through for me. Okay, we got a couple of. Couple well, of shows. Here. I could have rode Three's Company all the way through this thing. <laughs> uh, I know. I hate to do that to you, but. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. Glad, glad, John. Join me, hon. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. We're going to rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're going to rock, going to rock around. For the whole run, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe the first season had a different song, but I could be crazy. I could crazy. Okay. I know. No, I th- there is something to that. that. You're yeah. right. I remember it was something was different. You say so. I don't remember. But this is the one people know. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can imagine, yeah. The records come up. Their faces are in the center of the record. Only other song I equate with this show is Richie singing. Uh, I found my thrills. <laughs> He'd walk around as his song, you know. Whenever he was feeling like having some sexy time with whatever his girlfriend's in. Um, Happy Days, of course, from 74 to 84. This, again, enormously popular. It had everything. You know, it, it really did. It was funny. It was a good family show. Mm-hmm. They dealt with situations. Um, 
all across the spectrum and it, and it just it ran forever again it ran too long it's famous for running too long yeah. it set the bar for running too long jumping the shark is based on an episode i and, i have some problems with that nomenclature but okay <laughs> let's hear it this might be my only time to get this off my chest yeah. so i'm gonna lay it out it should technically be burn down arnold's okay boy you know agents of shield really burned down arnold's in the third season when da, 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 da. Because there were still good shows after Fonzie literally jumped the shark. But there's a scene where Pot after Potsy was uh, brought in, Scott Bayo, he accidentally burns no, wait, down wait, Arnold. No, wait, two different people. Chachi. 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 No, yeah, Potsy was there. Potsy was yeah. Anson. Anson Williams. Williams. Yeah. So, yeah, Chachi burns down Arnold's I remember restaurant. That. That was good. And man. when they put it, and so that's a good episode. Yeah. And, and Fonzie, you know, he's so irresponsible. And they yell. And from then on, there was a different set, and it was all like wood paneling. Yeah. yeah. And that's when they brought in that, that what's his face? Uh, Ted McGinley. Yeah. Roger. So there were mm-hmm. new characters. The sets were weird. It became the Roger and Chachi show. Yeah. Richie had left for college, and like mm-hmm. there are no good episodes after that. So I would like to submit we all start saying burned out. Wow. But that's what we're doing. Good. Yeah. Because I love Happy Days enough that I know what you're talking about and I totally agree with you. Do you guys remember the episode where the Fonz was teaching some kind of. I, I want to say he was. Te- no, maybe that was a diff- different, ep- two different episodes. But there was one where he goes blind. Yeah. Yes. And he, and he has to put. <laughs> he has to put his motorcycle back together. Yes. <laughs> that was so great. Because he was feeling useless. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. He had to blind put his freaking motorcycle back together. Arthur Fonzarelli, Henry Winkler, one of the best characters in the history of TV. The 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 gold standard when it comes to like breakout characters. Yeah, they, he was just he didn't have any lines the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. He was just he a wasn't greaser. supposed to be. He was supposed to be a greaser and they're they're like, Hey, you comb your hair a lot. And he didn't want to do that. He he didn't want his character to be a greaser like that. So that's why he first time he got up there, he took coma. Was like, I don't hey. need to do this. You know, they never did it. He even says to Richie at one point, one of the episodes, he's like, I've I've had this cold for this many years. It's never touched my hair. <laughs> so yeah, this the, the he was just magnetic. This camera just he was, was the Urkel to him. of right. this, this he was. Take, the Urkel, Urkel yes. of Happy Days. Yeah. Let's let's add that nomenclature yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, wonderful cast. Mr. and Mrs. C were terrific in the role. I loved Fonzie and Mrs. C's relationship. Exactly. It was weird. That was so good. It was flirty. Yet, yet but flirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to- I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I, of course, originally Pat Morita was Arnold. Right. And that was what the, the place was named after. And he was uh, replaced by Al, Al. Al Molinero. You know, he, it was always called... Did they change it to Al's at one point? I think they did. Maybe mm. when the wooden place. Maybe. I think the wooden place was called yeah, Al's, maybe. Been. I don't know. But the band always played on the little riser there. Uh, Pinky Tuscadero. Pinky Tuscadero. Leather Tuscadero. Jenny Piccolo. All his names. Joni Loves Chachi was a spinoff. Yeah. Work from work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there's a spinoff, yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Yep. This was a huge show, and I, and I loved it. And interesting factoid, much like Tiger from the Brady Bunch, Chuck Cunningham was also hit by a car and never came back on the show. <laughs> I remember we did see him. He, was play, he always had a basketball in his hand. Yeah, he was on the first couple episodes, an older brother to mm-hmm. Richie, and then was famously just written off the show, never mentioned again. Yeah. But yeah, the, Joni yeah. Loves Chachi, another spinoff. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, so it's up against one of those spinoffs here. Laverne and Shirley. I, like I remember my parents watching songs. Laverne and Shirley. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hazen Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah. You know what a Shlemiel and Shlemazel are? Not a clue. It's Yiddish. Shlemiel is someone that spills their soup, and Shlemazel is the guy that the soup gets spilled on. <laughs> and of course, we know what Hazen Pfeffer is. Where have you heard Hazen Pfeffer? The bottling plant? bottling plant? No, that shots yeah. brewery or I think it was. No, Hoss and Pepper was I remember that from uh Bugs Bunny. Because it's a rabbit stew. They would make Hoss and Pepper and he'd get in the pot, you know, somebody's making it, they're cooking him, but he's just like eating the carrots and doesn't care or whatever. Whatever. I guess I'm older than you <laughs> or I paid more attention to Hoss and yeah. Pepper. Okay. Um anyway, they yeah, they work at shots, shoe uh Shirley Feeney, Laverne DeVazio, her dad Frank. I think he had like a pizza place or slash bowling alley. I can't remember. I was young. Carmine Ragusa, the big ragu. Yeah. Was dating Shirley. Uh, Laverne, the most famous thing for that show, she had an L on her sweater and she drank milk and Pepsi. That's right. It sounds really gross to me, yep. but milk and Pepsi. Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Michael McKean. Yep. Went on. He's still. Yeah, he's still, still going, around. Yeah. Still around. Did better call Saul. Um, I this was no happy days, but of course Cindy Williams. What this is? She got her start with American Graffiti. Yeah, yeah. George with, Lucas. Yeah, with what's his face? Who am I? Th- what's his name? Opie. Richie Cunningham. Yeah, exactly. We met Ron Howard. <laughs> Ronnie Opie Howard. Yeah. So they were together on that, and that turned into all of this. Um, so this, yeah, the seventies. There was a. Big nostalgia craze for the fifties. Right, we had Grease come out. They said uh, American Graffiti, yeah. and poodle skirts, like, poodle skirts. Like it was this, uh, you know, let's look back to simpler times because right. the seventies. So Vietnam, Watergate. Like we're looking back to, you know, when America was simpler, and there there was just a huge push for this nostalgia, and these shows fed into it wonderfully. Mrs. Babish, remember her? No. Did you ever watch? Was, was she a rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she made awesome pepper. I think she was like, I don't know whether she was their landlord. She just lived lived in the building. I, I've seen some, not a ton. I remember, you know, it's. I remember thinking it was fine. I just, yeah, I, I remember. I remember my parents watching it and like being in front of the TV and you know with my GI Joes or Star Wars or whatever. That sounds right. Let me yo and it being on and like they yeah they really liked it, but I watched. I watched Happy Days yeah. in the reruns. Uh, so, Snake Eyes' first word was schlamals. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's an iconic theme song. It's been parodied. You know, Wayne's World parodied oh, it. A million yeah. things have parodied it. Happy Days was, yeah, it's just a Bill Haley and the Comets song. It's not yeah. a written for the show. 
Yeah. So my my gut says Happy Days just because I love that so much. Mm-hmm. But Laverne, it's probably a better yeah. I, I, example. They're of both, theme song. of course. Yeah. Both great songs, but as a theme song, I would vote Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. So that goes up against Mash, and I, I got to go Mash. Mash is an easy pick for me. I would have said Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> you would have said Three's Company. Um, then that takes us to Brady Bunch versus Mash, and my my core values. I'm going to jump in and say it. Well, I'm saying Brady Bunch. I'm oh. going to say it right in front of you. Okay, I, I say go. Mash is still an easy pick for me. Mash is Mash is my top seed here. I've already written down Brady Bunch. Oh, uh, wow, I didn't care. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> All right. All right, final four, the Bradys. All right, now we're down into the southwest section. The play-in. We put it on Facebook. What'd they say? Yep. Yeah, we had... Um, the first choice was Charlie's Angels. Okay, this was from 76 to 81. Let's, let's hear it. Once upon a time, there were three little girls who went to the police academy. It's a little condescending, Charlie. <laughs> they were each assigned very hazardous duties. Duties. But I took them away from all that, and now they work for me. My name is Charlie. It's the same stuff over and over. Whatever. It's good it's, though. It's a yeah. good. No, no, that's good. You got. It was a very popular oh, show. You at the think? Time. Kate Jackson as Sabrina. Farrah Fawcett became a cultural icon because of this. Everybody had a Farrah Fawcett oh, poster yeah. at that time. You would see it in movies, like even when you watch old movies, right. like there was everybody old, has one. I mean, yeah, the bedroom. There, there's famous posters of her. Uh, and Jacqueline Smith was in the entire run as Kelly. Uh, at one point, they replaced Farrah with Cheryl Ladd. Mm-hmm. And who was there? I know why I watch this show. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, Kate Jackson, Mrs. King. Everybody remember Scarecrow and Mrs. Yeah. King? Oh, yeah. Bruce Boxlight. Yeah. And then we had uh, David Doyle as Bosley. And then you'd always hear Charlie's voice. And oh. it, he never was on set. It was John Forsyth. Right. Uh, he didn't really want to have came anything to do with the it. They came, got him at the last second, <laughs> like before when they were filming they were like okay we need a voice and uh, yeah. they all drove famous you know cars uh the mo- the biggest one was uh cheryl ladd and jill fair foster they drove a cobra i remember okay. that white cobra i remember for you know having the matchbox cars they had, uh. had they were everywhere but and it was all it this is one of the i believe it's one of those aaron spelling shows you know he that sounds about right shows yeah. uh, um did you watch much of this jordan no, well, I'm just uh, realizing there, Cliff. You, you, there's a show not on this list. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. I don't see he Wonder- already said Mickey Mouse something. I don't no. see Wonder Woman on this list. <gasps> nope. To me, that's that, true. That's a better song. I think we should sub in Wonder Woman for <laughs> Charlie. That's a that's a lady hero we can yeah, get behind. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. How's the the theme song? Wonder Woman. Yeah. Do, 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 do. 
Okay. Wild Wild Sounds good. <laughs> but is it better than what is up against Charlie's Angels? This song to me never fit the show. Oh, yeah, I like it, this part. Wait, shh. Driving across the bridge in the yeah. taxi. agree though it didn't really fit the wasn't show. hard enough for it is that your problem when i like it i just like that song what they what they say though? yeah That's so the uh the results were in case you don't know it is taxi yeah it's a new york city taxi cab company uh, with a cast that is ridiculous yeah yeah uh judd hirsch danny devito mary lou henner hold me closer tony danza Andy Kaufman, Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody in my family just made a Reverend Rhea Jim Ign- a Reverend Jim Ignatowski reference <laughs> literally last weekend. So Of course they did. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd is uh, wonderful in that show. Yeah. It, it, again, I was a little young for it. I'm sure we all were you know, too young to appreciate it at the time. But, you know, Jeff Conway, of course. Um, it's... But it's still, it's good. These are really talented people getting together, making a show. So I'm sure you could go back now and watch it and get something out of it. Um, right. Oh, yeah, sure. And, but not one of my favorite shows. But so, I do like the theme song. Yeah, so I do. I definitely like it better than Charlie's Angels. What did the people say? The Jessies voted, and they voted 71% Taxi, 29% nice. Nice. Charlie's good job. Angels. Good job, Kapals. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was the play-in in this bracket, and it's going up against the show that knocked Brady Bunch off of TV. Oregon, yeah, oh, Oregon yeah, yeah. serious. Sanford and Son, Red Fox, Lamont, Spread Sanford. We got Grady. We got we got everybody. We got Esther. Mm-hmm. Give me some Esther. You a dead beat today, my sister married you, and you still a dead beat today. Listen, Esther, now you know good and well the day I married your sister, I was loaded. Yeah, you was loaded, all right. You were so drunk you fell on the preacher. <laughs> I had to get drunk to look at your ugly family. <laughs> well, that's something you wouldn't understand. We have inner beauty. Yeah, what? Inner beauty. <laughs> well, you better put your liver where your face is. <laughs> the show was funny. It was inappropriate as heck. But I I had to cut stuff out of that clip. <laughs> <laughs> I could not play. Uh, it was, uh, again, 
I was a little young for it, so I didn't appreciate it at yeah, the time I as much. But same way. But I, you know, I still I can. He is a really funny guy. I mean, famously, you know, whenever anybody didn't do something he wanted, he'd suddenly have a heart attack. You know, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. They used to. He died of a heart attack, and they said that's the reason is because nobody believed he was really having a heart attack. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but uh, that's what I've heard. Um, what What do you think about that, Jordan? Uh, yeah, from what I remember, I, I always enjoyed it. They had a great banter back and forth. They got into the junkyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the setting is unique. There's not, I don't think of any other show set in a junkyard. Yeah, it was based on a show called Steptoe and Son, which I think was an English show. It was equivalent of that. And they thought they were just going to be able to remake all the episodes, but it didn't It didn't work out the way they planned. And this turned into a much better show. Um, and a great theme song. Um. So it goes up against Taxi. What's your vote? Uh, I'd have to go Sanford. I would also go Sanford. So. Yeah, uh, Sanford. Okay. All right, so we're going against the next matchup. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, you guys both both cringed when you saw this matchup on the list, but it's just kind of the same type of show. <laughs> Are they really? <laughs> Knight Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Night Rider, man. I watched this show so much. Oh my gosh. Turbo Boost! That's what I call it. Yeah, that's a great 80s theme right there. My gosh. Like trying to sound futuristic. Yeah. But it's like weirdly retro at the same time. The Hoff. Oh man, we had Kit. Kit was the car. Does anybody know what Kit stood for? Because I don't. I don't remember. Then there was Car. (laughs) K-A-R-R. Was it not Ignite? Industries. Something, something technology. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh, I remember, you know, of course, the voice of the car is William McDaniel, who who I always think of as Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World, but my mom said it was the guy from St. Elsewhere. <laughs> which was on. Um, he drew, you know, Kit was, uh, they came out with the F body in 82. Which was could be a Camaro or Trans Am, but this was the um, Firebird. Yeah, they used that at one point. They put like uh, I remember had like uh, some aerodynamics added to it that it didn't need. That car is a very aerodynamic car, which was proven like in the salt flats and things. They could go you know 200, 300 miles an hour in that with you know with that body, but of course they had to add some stuff for the show. I always, you know, they had the auto cruise or whatever, you know, where you could <laughs> just have it drive itself. 
don't yeah. know that I like that there's the no steering wheel. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that it was actually on later than it was. Yeah, like, eighty two through yeah. eighty six. I, I thought it was on longer. Well, I, I just thought it, uh, I didn't realize it started in eighty two. Like I, I was thinking it came along after. Yeah, because I remember watching you know, when episodes premiered. Yeah, I would have been yeah. very young. Right. <laughs> I liked it when I saw the guy that played Edward Mulhare, the guy that played Devin Miles. Well, he also played fake Devin Miles, by the way. But he, I, I thought he looked like the guy from Punky Brewster. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to play <laughs> Punky. <laughs> Punky. <laughs> but no, it's not him. It's just another guy, old guy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great if he was the voice of Kit? That would be awesome. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Turbo Boost. <laughs> uh, this was just like the... Well, I'm not gonna say because I want to spoil one of the later things on the list, but it was the same thing. I'll tell you when we get there. Yeah, I remember. Uh, must have been about the same time as Hardcastle McCormick was. Ooh, on. Skid Mark McCormick. Yeah, Brian yeah. Keith from Family Affair. I really like the that Coyote. Show. Yeah, I love that car. I love I love cars. Uh, I love yeah. all these. Uh, I've got a whole display in there. Yeah, some somewhere there's a there's cars. a drawer in my brain that has like Knight Rider, Hardcastle McCormick, and like Airwolf all yeah. in there in that drawer. Yeah, so. I'm there. I'm in that drawer. <laughs> you open it up and I'm like, hey. <laughs> I love that stuff. Alright, so it's up against another guy that has to save everybody. Magnum P.I. Jordan's <laughs> smiling. I can tell he loves him some Tom Selleck. Mustache, Detroit Tigers hat, driving a red Ferrari 308 GTS with the Robin 1 license plate. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, if there's one show my mom liked more than MASH, it was Magnum P.I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom loved Magnum yeah. so This was a Tom show Selleck that we were, watch- we were watching together. Yeah. I'm like, heck yeah. Got freaking Island Hoppers, TC, Rick. I think I'm from uh, Casablanca. (laughs) So, yeah, they were Vietnam vets, buddies, uh, retired and moved to Hawaii. The reason they were, it was supposed to be in Southern California, but they ended up in Hawaii because Hawaii 5.0 ended right before this started and they wanted to use the same production studios. Hmm. Oh, what was cool. uh, what was the butler's name? There was no butler. butler. You're messed up. What? You don't remember Magna P.I. Right? I don't. I, it we was didn't Mr. It. Belvedere, obviously. <laughs> no, there was a there was Higgins. Higgins, who was not the butler. Oh, I thought he was the butler. No, he was like the caretaker. Right, Robin of Masters. Robin, estate. yeah, Robin Masters owned the estate, and Higgins was the caretaker. But secretly, Jordan, are you about to spoil it for him? Go for it. I already knew this. You knew that the butler was really Robin Masters? <laughs> yeah. I remember. My grandma watched this show, but I was too busy watching Knight Rider. You were playing with your freaking... Yeah. Yeah, we know. 
Um. Anyway, I I love this show. That uh, the Audi Five Thousand was Robin Two. They had then they had. Sometimes it was a GMC Jimmy was Robin Three license plate. Sometimes it was a Jeep Cherokee. Cherokee. Of course, they had the two. What Jordan? What did they have two of on that show? Uh, the, the Doberman, right? Zeus and Apollo. Yes, Zeus and Apollo. I didn't remember their names. I'm glad you did. Um, I think that's what they were. Yeah, that sounds right. Fun show. He's always there's always some gorgeous lady on there. He's got to help in his two short shorts and <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. The shorts were, were a exceedingly short. short. Yes, it was <laughs> the eighties. A little short. Now, was this the reason? Was this show the reason why he could not be Indiana Jones? Yes. Okay, he couldn't get out of the contract or whatever. Contract. Yeah, and that, but then actually, in some of this show, he he wasn't in as much of some of the episodes they would focus on the other guys because he was he had a pretty strong movie career at the time mm-hmm. doing doing some things they could you know they could find time for him on yeah and he's had a career ever since i mean he's still on sure know, blue bloods and all, mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. had a yeah, he was on cbs friends, friends. Yeah. yeah he's worked non-stop since then still with the stash um, famous for the mustache. I mean, probably, I mean, when you think of a famous actor with a mustache, this is the number one guy, I would think. Or Sam Elliott, maybe. Who? Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But this is the guy. Um, I have to mention that we in our role-playing game, Jordan is a recurring character who is named Magnum, who is looking for his friend, TC, Tusk Cheeks. <laughs> what what species am I? Uh, you are a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. You're, you're looking for a Kunari who was named Tusk. Okay, Cheeks. so I couldn't come up with a dwarf name, and I went to one of those random names. I still always write down Hamish. And it's yeah, I was gonna go with Hamish from Braveheart, but like, that's not a dwarf name. Come on, that's silly. And like, it gave me 900 recommendations. Like, I can't go with it. And one of the recommendations was Magnum. I was like, that's it. We got absolutely. It. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so this is a pretty tough choice. I, I'll i be honest with you, having you know cut these clips, I was pretty heavily leaning Knight Rider, but after listening to them right now, I really enjoyed Magnum P.I. So I want to hear you guys out. How do you feel I'm about voting Knight Rider, I can tell you real quick. Well, we know who you are. We know, <laughs> we, we know who you song. are. We know who you are. It's a great theme song. They're both great. great. It, they're, they're, they they both are both great. Very nostalgic. I have more nostalgia for Magnum, so I'm not sure if that's what's pulling me that direction or not, but I would not be offended by either choice, but I, I think I would go Mag. Wow. So it's up to me. Can I hear a snippet of each? Because we may not get to hear one of them okay. ever again. It helps. It's the that beginning opening. is really it's great. It's the opening. Yeah. That's the problem. Isn't Man, it, it is and awesome. you see like, the dust rising yeah. and like, the cars coming in. Oh, I just think Magnum has more long, longevity to the song. Let's hear it. The guy on rhythm guitar is just getting down. Right. Doing the eyebrow thing. His tan line. Little. <laughs> A little too much. Um, wow. That is really tough. That is really tough. 
Oh, I don't gosh. see a problem. I wish I had. I know we do these play-ins. I know I probably shouldn't be talking about this on there, but we do these play-ins, and I'm like, yeah, let them make that decision. This is one I'm really curious what what the crowd would have went. I'm curious what the crowd would have said because this, I I honestly think they would say Night Rider because they wouldn't go listen to him. <laughs> I think we're more of a Night Rider. Well, see, crowd. We're, yeah, we're a Night Rider crowd in a Magnum world. <laughs> It's because I think <laughs> I think Knight Rider That's our is, new T-shirt. <laughs> Knight Rider is more memorable. Like you, you, you hear it in your head. Like you say Knight Rider, and I think of that opening. That yeah, the beginning is too hot to touch. Um, the voiceover is a little iffy, though. Yeah, that's what kills it for me. Is the voiceover? I think it was just a. That's a very eighties. You know, A-team type it of... It really is. Yeah. And yet, somehow, Magnum was able to pull it off from 80 to 88. I'm going with Magnum P.I. So that puts Magnum up against Sanford and Son. Magnum for me. You big cold-blooded dummy. <laughs> I don't think he likes your choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll... I'll I'll say Magnum. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweep. All right. So, guys, I'm loving this episode. <laughs> this is a solid gold straight down the road. I'm still a little upset about this. <laughs> I know. You've lost. I, you've take some hard, taken some hard hits. Or clip. Um, okay, we're down at the bottom half of the Southwest section. And here, there's a lot of songs on here that I whistle all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. Okay. This is the show that I equated with Fantasy Island. They were the same show. Yeah, I get that. I love it, I love Josh. It. Here we go. We're expecting you and love. It's not a butterfly collar. Let it flow. It floats back to you. Here we go. I could listen to it all day. Because <laughs> love what? won't hurt anymore. What an original idea for a television show. It's on a cruise ship. Nobody's done Pacific that before. Princess. So it was able to have a rotating cast. Yeah. All these guest stars would come feature, on. Feature. Yeah, there's a good reason why there'd be somebody new every episode. Right. Gavin McCloud as Captain Steubing. We had Gopher, Isaac the Bartender. The doctor, I don't know his name. <laughs> uh, Julie, the cruise director. Cruise director. 
the little girl, Captain Stubby's daughter. I can't remember her name, but but reason I said it's like Fantasy Island, which doesn't really have a theme song to speak of. But the uh, they always had like like you said a revolving cast of people that were in other shows would come on there and be a guest. And they would basically have their fantasies fulfilled, you know, like on Fantasy Island, they would, but also on the love boats, like they would find love or whatever they were trying to fix would get solved. On a boat. On a boat. It's just, or an island. It's the same thing. Man, if there was a band that made theme songs about TV shows that didn't have theme songs, <laughs> right. Fantasy Island would be a great exactly. one. Exactly. We should do one. Um, I, I, I like this show. I remember watching it. It was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was dumb, but at a bazillion episodes, it was on from 76 to 90. Was it really? Wow. It was Straight? Old, or was it like, was I have like no a re? Idea. That's just I feel what it like says. there was a retread, maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't doubt something, it. Something happened there. Like, 200. Okay, 87. So okay. To 87. Still. Our episodes, 250 of them, they're all like romantically based. It was Dr. Adam Bricker. Um,. It won eight Golden Globes. It was a big show. Uh, it is up against... Again, I love this song. Yeah. Go ahead. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. Same old place that you laughed about Well, the names have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Yeah, where we need ya? Yeah, where we need ya? Yeah, we tease him a lot Cause we got him on the spot Welcome back Welcome back, Cotter. Gabe Kaplan. Who? What? <laughs> when? <laughs> All right. Benny Barbarino, John Travolta. I mean... I, the Sweat Hogs, man. The Sweat Hogs. You got Arnold Horshack. Do the laugh. Come on. You can, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Uh, Juan Epstein. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> Yeah, John Travolta, up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, was I just... This one I, on, was this one on for a lot of years? This one for I don't think it was on for it a long time. It was uh, 75 to 79. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's longer than I thought. You know, he was... Uh, it, uh, Gabe Kaplan plays Gabe somebody. A, you know, a teacher comes back to the inner city to help these kids. And he was the... He was, yeah, he... <laughs> oh, sorry. Duh. Anyway, he comes back and he's like uh, just trying to help these But kids. he was a sweat hog. Oh, okay. In the show. Was. When he was a kid, he was a sweat hog. That was the gang name you. or the, you know, for the delinquent students. Right. And then, yeah, he comes back as a teacher to his old school and yeah. has to, you know, whip the sweat hogs into, into shape. Yeah, I was going to get grab a clip from this, but they're all pretty much unplayable. Yeah. <laughs> they were all very racist. Yeah. You know, which whatever. At the time nobody knows it, but it was all about like you're greasy, you're this, <laughs> you're that. You know. So anyway, but at the time it was a fun show. Uh, and 
these guys were like the living Fat Albert kids or whatever. <laughs> it was like that type of show. They were all just like they were all bare. They were all characters, you know. Incredible song. Uh, as much as I love the Love Boat and have whistled it all my life, I love even more Welcome Back, Cotter. Jordan, uh, I don't have real strong leanings either, either way. way. Right. Uh, I've seen each a handful of times. I remember liking Cotter. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Love Boat was for me, but that's. A, so that's a great crooning theme song. Exciting and new. Yeah, it was a very famous theme song. And you the know, time. like the you see On the portholes, you know, the, right. you see all the faces yeah. of this. Yeah. 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 Like, very Gilligan, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> so I could go that way and leave you with the final choice, or if that's huh? yeah, I'll Soon go love we'll be making another run. Yeah, it's Cotter. All right, good. All right. Cotter. Mr. Cotter. Let's, uh, we got a show and then a spinoff from that show. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two. They got nothing but the dreams, but they got nothing but the dreams. <laughs> Alan Thicke is singing this song. You're kidding me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I feel very educated tonight. I'm, I'm here for you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very slightly a spin-off. Uh, it has a spin-off because Edna Garrett was the Housekeeper. Housekeeper on this show for a season or two yeah. before she went on to something else. But um, we have yeah, Todd Bridges and Dana Plato. Yep. Um, this is the show, you know, Gary Coleman, of course, is where Mr. Drummond, uh, I believe it was supposed to be his previous housekeeper had died and he adopted their her kids or their oh, kids. I'm okay. not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Know. Uh, but I, I think it's something like that. He adopted their kids. Um, Willis, don't you talk? Uh, what yeah. you talk about Willis? Right. And um, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I full disclosure today, before we recorded yeah. this, I watched the Bicycle Man. <laughs> I had recorded it last week and showed you that it was on. It was so funny because I came home and it was on me. Uh, I was like, "Oh, different circles on me TV." It's like, I need to see if the bicycle band is on sometime. I haven't watched it yeah. since I was a kid. It was literally the next episode. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, do they just show this on a loop? I don't know. I taped that, it. Yeah. yeah. I watched it today, and oh my God. If you're not a longtime listener of this podcast, <laughs> I need to go wow. back. Okay? Go back. We did an episode about our top 10 all-time villains. And I did a bit, I forgot what it was from. And I did a bit where one of my choices was from that episode called The Bicycle Man, where Mr. Horton was, uh, he I owned. messed up the guy from Sesame Street. I almost said it was Mr. Hooper. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But Mr. Horton owned a bicycle shop and he was a pedophile and 
He lures in Arnold and his friend Dudley. Yeah. And yeah, it was terrifying to a generation. It was a very special episode. Well, he just I just watched it. He <laughs> he has some it has the one kid. Well, I don't remember the other kid's name, but he has a big... <laughs> Jordan's got one. <laughs> he, he's like got the kid riding on his back, and then he's like jumping on the bed with him and yeah. stuff, and Ar- drinking wine. Yeah. Drinking wine. Yeah. Uh, Arl goes home smelling like wine. Right. And, and, the, and his brother and sister don't tell. Don't no, say anything. No. He confesses to them. Yeah. They're yeah. just like they're just like oh, we won't say anything. <laughs> Like your little brother's drinking wine, you're not gonna say anything, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, it was it was really weird, but I don't know. I I don't know. It was it was very unsettling. Uh, yeah. And the dad of the other kid comes over to Mister Drummond, and he's like, "Hey, I hate to bring this up, could you not let my son drink wine?" <laughs> and he's like, I, "I just thought that was so crazy." You know, yeah, these are little kids. Yeah, yeah. he's like, uh Obviously, I did not let your son drink wine. You know, he's lying to you. It was somebody else. You know, it was Mr. Freaking Horton. Right. But the bicycle man. Yeah, the bicycle man. He sells bicycles. Yeah. But Uh, other than that episode, that's what, you know, we we remember now because of that bit. But I was a big fan of this show. I liked it a lot. I remember watching it, you know, in its original run. Um, it was just a, for the most part, it was a good, fun sitcom. Right. Yeah. Gary Coleman, poor guy, he got robbed by his parents, basically. They <clears throat> spent all his money. By the time he was able to sue him for it, it was gone. Yeah. He ended up being a security guard for the rest of his life. It's some, like, reality shows. And- yeah. 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 Before there was Webster, we had yeah, he different was, He was a superstar. Talk about, you know, catchphrases and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, he was as big as they come. Not not to mention not having been hounded by the Gooch. <laughs> Who was never seen on the show. No, only the on only, the phone. Only mentioned. The Gooch. Yeah. Okay, there was a spinoff where, I don't even know, understand if she was supposed to be the same character or not, but Edna Garrett went on to be like a house mother. Right. At a, a all-girls school. Mm-hmm. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. When the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. Know every word, sing it all the time. Facts of life. Blair, Joe, Natalie, Tootie. You're wanting to say Tootie. I can see a purse in your lips. I say Tootie. Yeah, but in season one, they had a lot more girls. Molly Ringwald was on the show. Yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, and they did a they offed a bunch of them and yeah, they offed. It was a murder spree. Yeah. She was a terrible house yeah, mother. She's they all lost bought bicycles. Yeah, they went with Chuck Cunningham and Tiger. <laughs> yeah. They're all farm. They're all yeah, farm far away. They're all yeah. living it up. Um, yeah, and well, I don't remember who played Joe, but I remember that girl coming and and bringing her there and she was like the tough oh yeah she was the tomboy yeah Yeah. but they oh they were all about her because she was able to like be tough but still like have these emotional scenes so they were like and Blair originally Lisa Welchel who she was on Survivor one season by the way 
did pretty well. She was a real goody two shoes in real life, I guess, and didn't like when they did certain subjects. But originally, she was supposed to be like a country girl or whatever. But when she auditioned, she said her lines so sarcastically and things they changed her entire character to be that type of mm-hmm. rich. I won't say. Um, they. Uh, I did read Tootie was too young, really, when they cast her. And that's why they... I mean, what do you remember about Tootie? Say it. Roller skates. Right. She wore <laughs> roller skates. Like, that's... Yeah. You remember that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wore them only in the first season. I'm glad oh, you wow. said that, because I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> that's my say. It was going to be ponytails. Uh, no, they... She was actually the only black act- actress to... Um, audition, but she wore roller skates because she was only ten, and mm-hmm. supposed to be playing a twelve-year-old character. <laughs> they put roller skates on. She wore them the whole first season and walked upstairs in them. <laughs> but then she she was introduced in the second care in the second season like she was a new character. Yeah, it was crazy. Same thing, and just didn't wear roller skates anymore, and they never said anything about it. <laughs> it was a good show. They dealt with a lot of issues. Like I said, Lisa Welchel didn't like when they if they had anything to do with sex. It ended up, I think, Natalie was the one that had mm. sex for the first time. That girl was not an actress. They went to do, like, uh, like just uh, just checking out a girl's school to see what it was like, and they created the character based on her and hired her to play. Mm. Um, but, they, but they dealt with drugs and uh, shoplifting, all those kind of issues. I feel like I'm learning a lot of facts. (laughs) That's good stuff. About the facts of life. (laughs) Right. It's all about your life. I didn't know that many facts. So, as far as theme songs go, I think the facts of life is a million times better than different strokes. Yeah, I'm with you on facts of life. It also, uh, George Clooney, I think, got his TV started on. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. I remember him showing up there. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? I'm curious what you thought. I was leaning different strokes just because I'd seen many more of those. Than okay. Facts of Life. Well, I like go. different strokes better as a show. I was never into the Facts of Life, but as strictly a theme song, I think Facts of Life is better. So that puts puts the Facts of Life up against Welcome Back, Cotter. Cotter. Well, I voted the other one for both those. So. <laughs> I want to hear what you say. Um, so what do you like better? I think I would lean Cotter. Okay. Well, I don't have any choice. I like them both a lot, so I'm glad I didn't make a choice. Um, so that puts Welcome Back Cotter against Magnum P.I. So that's an infinitely easier choice for me. I would go Magnum all day, every day. See, I think feel like I'm getting submarined here, but I would go with Mr. Cotter. I really didn't want to make this choice. I really like like I like the series back in the day. Welcome back, Mister Cotter. But I, I really half the time watched the show just for the opening theme. Like I think that is a, like that one can really go far for me. Um, on the side of the bracket, I mean, uh, immediately when I looked at it, the two, the two that really stood out for me were Three's Company, Mister Cotter. I just I think it's a great song. I watched a really cute video at our local high school here in town. 
and Marietta did a uh, a welcome. All the teachers and faculty got together this year and did a whole video to welcome back Mr. Cotter. The whole you know theme. It was great. I thought, man, that's that. The kids have no idea yeah, what this kids, is, oh, the kids but I love it. <laughs> the parents are going to love it. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Wow. I really like the Magnum theme, but wow. I I love Welcome Back Cotter song. So we're going to leave it like that for now. We're going to go to the other side of the bracket. We're halfway done. How far? How many minutes are we in, Cliff? Yeah, only an hour and a half. Hey, this oh is it. God. This is the final episode. We're going to drag it out. Um, okay, so the play-in was a show... That, well, let's just let's just hear. throw it into the sky like Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore show yeah. oh the cat meowing yeah. at the end nice touch I, uh, again a big <laughs> show at the time yeah um, it was on for a long time too right uh, it was on from 70 through 77 so probably 8 seasons yeah. um, the great Ed Asner yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talent. Betty White. They wanted a Betty White. Hello. They wanted a Betty. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a Betty White type character, and they were like, "Why don't we just get Betty White?" Um, yeah, Ted. <laughs> I love Ted Knight. I think it was Ted Baxter in the show. Maybe mm. uh, we got Valerie Harper just recently passed away. They they didn't want to cast her originally because she was too pretty to be. Mary Tyler Moore's frumpy um, friend, but uh, she was just too good. MJM TV News in Minneapolis. They uh, all that stuff was filmed, right? You know, like that whole intro, her going in the escalator and things like that. They have a statue of the throwing of the hat thing. And and the famous thing I always remember that was the woman, the frowning woman in the background. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, what is this lady? That was a big deal back then. Like, who is that lady? What is she doing? She was originally supposed to be divorced, but they didn't want anybody to think that she was divorced from Rob Petrie. (laughs) 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 Didn't want to think Rob had done something. Like one of them working mom people. Um, (laughs) She's just a career gal. Yeah. yeah. Putting her career ahead of her social They tried to life. force feed a couple relationships, like with her with Lou. and I always liked their dynamic. I always liked oh, her yeah. dynamic with the boss. Like, you know, it was the cat, the, the uh, chemistry between the cast was terrific. Yeah. They were only all on the last episode I saw. Um, there was a spinoff, but Lou. Wasn't it called Lou? I don't, uh, know. I don't know. It was on, yeah, with Ed Asner. 
Um, again, his... Rhoda has been up to you. Yeah, Rhoda, of course. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's up against. This is Jim Rockford at the tone. Leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. This is Shirley from the bank. The answers are no, no, and yes. No, we won't loan you money. No, we won't accept any co-signers. And yes, your accounts are withdrawn. I get off at four thirty. Files, James Garner. Feels very of its time, oh, doesn't man. it? Oh man, definitely. If they got the mini Moog out there, just keys on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we put this up on Facebook. This was our play in poll, and guess what, guys? I just checked it for an updated thing. Uh-huh. It's the same. It's a tie. It's a tie. 50 50. 50 50. He was an ex con, drove a copper mist Pontiac Firebird Esprit. Had the dad, Rocky. He was... He was always the detective. The people like... Because he was just like... He was a... He never... He was always broke. He just never... He was always getting arrested. Things that... You know... It was popular, I, but... I have to admit... I did not watch... I knew of the Rockford, Rockford Files. It's still on some of those old TV land yeah, or whatever... And it's not something I ever stop and watch. Yeah, I never watched it. I never really watched the Mary Tyler Moore show. So that I'm strictly going on theme song here. What I've just listened, I'm going to go ahead and vote and say, it's because we got to break the tie, I'm going to say Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, wow. I originally, I know what Jordan's going to say. He's a very clear <laughs> who his favorite TV mom is. Um <laughs> I, w- I was leaning that way anyway originally, but then I really I really just like that theme song to uh, Rockford Files. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a cool yeah. little thing. I'm but. gonna vote for that even though I feel it's moot. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we didn't let other people come up with this because <laughs> I don't know when we first talked about this. That's one of the four or five songs I thought of. Hmm. Uh, you know, Mary Tyler Moore. Like to me, that that immediately jumped to mind as just an iconic theme to an iconic show so yeah mary tyler moore for me all right well let's see how it holds up against this juggernaut Just to get up that hill. Now we're 
Jeffersons it's a spin off of a show we'll get to another Norman Lear mm-hmm. show uh, George and Wheezy <laughs> dry cleaning owner he you know they moved to Manhattan they've got some money it's good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. These most of these shows. I'm. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but you know, I was a I was a born in the '70s, but a kid of the '80s. So a lot of these '70s shows were in syndication reruns um, when I saw them. So I, they were well, this all show kinda, was forever. You probably saw some. I might have been from yeah. '75 to '85. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it was on that long. Yeah. Yeah, it was on forever. It was it was huge. It was a huge show. I mean, what do you remember about it? Him walking uh, walking on Tom's back, you know. Him dancing, Sherman Hemsley dancing was hilarious. The, yeah, the yeah. maid, he had the elbows up, and he had a swagger to yeah. him. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. no one else on TV ever yeah, had. Mister Bentley, Ralph the doorman, Mother Jefferson, who died during the series, and of course she they had her die on the television show also. Lionel the son was there. Uh, Florence the, you know, housekeeper, Marla Gibbs who was great. She wasn't supposed to be on there that long and ended up being a hit. Tom and Helen were the, you know, the first white black interracial TV couple. Um, who Helen I can't remember her name in real life, but she was in a real life interracial couple and she's the mom of Lenny Kravitz hmm they well you're just full of all kinds of facts well, tonight I, yeah I'm just telling you <laughs> it's the longest running mo- you know predominantly African American sitcom ever mm-hmm. even more than the Cosby show yeah and normally we'll say yeah the Cosby show is great but what you everyone says they did we already did and yeah, he's right portraying that upwardly mobile right you know, it wasn't about, you know, good times, Sanford and Son. That's about lower class. Right. But, you know, those people were at the lower rung of society. George Jefferson had moved on up. You know, it's a guy who made his way in the world and was trying to, you know, uh, I believe through the word honky around quite a bit, but <laughs> he making did, he his way in the world. Like, he he did not want, he, he oh. didn't, he said at one point, quit, make, he's like, I won't say it because at this point I am friends with Tom. And I would not call him that. Hmm. Eventually, he, you know, he would mumble it for a while, and eventually they quit writing it in. That's interesting. Yeah, they, he, you know, which I, I thought was, yeah, it was really interesting. It was like, so they were, but a guy, to, a guy who could get away with that, yeah. like he had enough, you know, uh, oh, what do we call that? Uh, agency. He had enough agency mm. to not have to take lip from a white guy. You know, he was on par with anybody else on the screen. Very good show. Uh, so that I can understand what you like about the Mary Tyler Moore show theme song, but I think the Jeffersons is one of the greatest theme songs ever. You know, everybody knows what it's from, and yet it is also a really great upbeat song. Mm-hmm. So that is my vote. Uh, yeah, it's you can reference it. You know, moving on up, like every that that's yeah, a oh, reference yeah. people have made ever since then. But yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. You you talk to any female in the entertainment industry, from Tina Fey to any writer, any like this this galvanized a generation of women who like saw her on the screen and said, 
wow, there's a woman who, you know, it wasn't she wasn't the wife, she wasn't the girlfriend. Like she had a job and she had a career and she did what she wanted. So it just But again, Jefferson's broke a lot of ground too. So. Right. That's a tough matchup. I I got to go Mary Tyler Moore just from the that freeze frame, the hat <sighs> flying. So Cliff, if you're it's really here. torn, Cliff, just play him again. I don't I don't have a problem with either one. I just want you to do what you want. Yeah, I'm going Jefferson's. I thought that would fix it. Okay. Um. <laughs> you sabotaged it. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, do one. This is one based off of a movie. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Deep down, he knew she was right, but he also knew that someday he would return to her. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his friend, Oscar Madison. Several years earlier, Madison's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? I was a big... You turn it off, the theme song. Huh? Like, yeah, this this is really no mumbo jumbo. Here's the theme song. <laughs> I was a big Odd Couple fan. Yeah, I really liked yeah. that show back in the day. Uh, based off the movie with Jack Lemmon and Walter right. Matthau. Um, couple years later I think this was on from okay, 68 to 75 I had Tony Randall Jack Unger as I mean sorry not Jack yeah. Unger <laughs> my fault Jack Klugman uh, so, you know Felix Unger Oscar yeah Oscar and, had, and Felix yeah yeah they uh, it was fine I really liked that show I mean I, I really did I remember watching it a lot back in the day I uh, I always think when I think of Jack Plugman, I think of Quincy. Uh, he uh, played like a doctor in a show called Quincy. You get like literally have no idea what I'm talking. Nope. About. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I probably made it up in my head. Okay. What's it up against? Uh, uh, most iconic show theme of all time. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played songs that made the hit parade guys like us we had it made those were the days and you knew where you were then girls were girls and men were men mister we could use a man like hybrid hoover again didn't need no welfare state everybody pulled his way I know 
it's not pleasing to the ears, maybe, to hear Gene Stapleton <laughs> screech those lyrics. And the lyrics are even a twisted version of what they're really, th- you know, the actors are really thinking. But I, I have nostalgia for their nostalgia. Well, it's a little derivative of Family Guy. <laughs> they really ripped them off. Yeah. I again, we've talked about this on one of our episodes. We talked about them, but Carol O'Connor was famously not a bigot. He was a you know very liberal, um, but he plays one, and he they covered a lot. I mean, another. This is the original Norman Lear show of dealing with social political issues. Uh, Rob Reiner, you know, as Michael, the meathead, um, Sally Struthers, you know, this is where the Jeffersons came from. Uh, they were like neighbors. Uh, it just dealt with it. He w- dealt with a lot of those political issues, and he would always argue the bigoted side. But I, I don't know enough about it or its history. Did it have an audience of? both sides like did conservatives watch it like yep archie's telling it like it is or did did everyone recognize he's in the wrong or i think yes i i i'm sure there were people that were like yeah archie's right absolutely but i will give them enough credit to know that he was the one that was supposed to look wrong you know michael stivick you know Harrison Ford was offered that role and he didn't he just didn't take it because he didn't like how bigoted the character of Archie Bunker was but Rob Reiner killed it as arguing all these things against making Archie look stupid and bigoted uh, you know throughout everybody was great on it um but they're like yes I'll keep politics out of entertainment whatever but like they try to show similar to uh, Gerard Carmichael had a show on NBC called The Carmichael Show and had David Allen Greer and this was just a couple years ago and every episode was some hot button topic and the family would sit around the living room arguing about gun control or abortion and it was like they presented arguments for both yeah. sides and it's like nobody wanted to watch it because mm-hmm. it's like ah this politics and, and you know uh, like I, and yet Alton Family was the number one show but yeah but this show somehow broke through People like these characters enough that they, they weren't being preached to, or yeah. it wasn't. It, wasn't, it was so entertaining. It wasn't the McNeil Lear yeah. you know, News Hour. I mean, whatever. it was still funny. There was a, there was so much humor to it. This is the first toilet flush on primetime TV. Wow. I mean, I, that's what he's known for. Is you hear him flush and then come down the stairs, very um, Bundy ish. Um, I I remember watching reruns of this a lot. And I, like I said, I love the nostalgia of their nostalgia. Like they were, it's just, I know that they're nostalgic for things that they're not really nostalgic for, but we all are nostalgic for simpler times. Playing with your GI Joes and things and not worrying about all this crap. Trying to speak to you. What are you talking about? (laughs) Those were the days, Cliff. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's just the simplicity of those were the days. Um, and they were, would record this every season. They would right. re-record it. It was originally supposed to be an orchestra played it, but they couldn't afford it. So they just sang it. And then they loved that idea, and they re-sang it every year. What are you voting, Jordan? 
All in the family. All in the family. Yeah, me too. Obviously. Uh, so it goes, this is strong matchup here. All in the family versus the Jeffersons. I'm going Jeffersons on this one. I think I'm going Jeffersons a, too. Catchier, a yeah. more upbeat. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have... Every bit is iconic. Yeah, I have... Uh, I, I guess the All in the Family theme gets to my heart more. Like I, mm-hmm. I like the sadness of that song, but I can't. You can't beat the Jeffersons as far as uh, likability. Okay, so the bottom half of the uh, see <laughs> North East. Get your compass out. <laughs> Sorry, I got to turn my paper right. The Northeast bracket. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this is a uh, this is something. Let's just hear it. Takes it a while to get there, but yep. when it does, it gets there. Chips, chips. California Highway Patrol. Eric Estrada. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Wilcox is John Baker. They hated each other in real life. Uh, get your explosion sound. <laughs> the, yeah. You know, sound ready because if I ever see an explosion in anything, I think, what is this? An episode of Chips? If anything happened to a car, it chips it exploded every time. What's his uh what's Baker's call sign? Oh gosh. I know it right away. Come on. I, guys. I have no idea. One out of twelve. Seven Mary three. Uh, nice try though. Seven Mary three. Um again, this was as eighties as you could get. It was one for seventy seven to eighty three, but I, I just think this as a quintessential early 80s show yeah early 80s yeah. yeah they just ride them bikes and try not to get exploded on <laughs> it was like the it was like i'm not gonna say it that was something so uh they got too big for their britches and the show ended up ending like these guys just thought they were baker didn't like uh eric strada and left or larry wilcox i mean mm-hmm. and then uh Ponch got just thought he was too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a big TV star. I mean, he really was. Yeah. These guys were big. Uh, it's up against another cop show. I know nothing about that show, but I know that theme song. Oh, yeah. Jack Lord. 
Detective Steve McGarrett. Um, I I don't think I've ever watched it, but <laughs> that's one of the most famous theme yeah. songs. That's great. Oh man, I know Bookum Dano. Yeah, oh, I, know, that's true. I know that Bookum Dano. That's right. That's that all I got. Danny character was on there. It's the Ventures did that song. Um, that great surf rock oh. instrumental. Mm-hmm. Like, great. I think so that's good. the whole only way they got away with doing a remake is just so they could. They're like, oh, you're gonna get to play that theme song. Boom. Let's make a whole show. <laughs> yeah, so what do, what do you got? Chips or Hawaii? Five-0? Well, easily. Easily Hawaii 5 0. Same. Same. Okay. And then Hawaii 5 0 is going against this matchup. All right, we got some uh, little bit of puppetry going on here. It's the Muppet Show with our special guest star, Miss Bernadette Peters! <laughs> It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to press up right. It's time to get things started. No, please don't make me watch it. <laughs> get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, good stuff that just makes you feel good man i loved the show yep loved it i had a different celebrity every week they had trouble getting people to come on but they weren't allowed to come twice (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i love bill type show yeah yeah. yeah. variety show variety show in the height height of variety shows um when i was a little kid i loved the muppet show I had, I still have a Kermit the Frog. I used to apparently carry everywhere with me when I was like three. How long was the show? Was it a half hour, an hour? Uh, had it been a half hour, right? But there were so many skits. I mean, I remember yeah. so much. Uh, Beaker and, you know, they had like. It might have been an hour. It might I'm have been. Yeah, I mean, they had musical famous numbers. things. Scooter. Yeah. They always had the behind the scenes stuff. I love, you know, love that. Yeah. Sam the Eagle and. Uh, Scooter, and then of course the most famous. I freaking love the Swedish chef. So good. Yeah, like I said, pigs in space. Pigs in space. Yeah, we bought um, a DVD set of season one when it first came out a few years back. Let me tell you, season one, they were still working some stuff out. <laughs> oh, like, it had some weird stuff in I'm it. I'm curious to go back. Well, yeah. I remember like, oh, uh, but a cat. It's gone to the dogs. You know, like <laughs> the, the Rolf. Yeah. Uh, yeah if you've seen any of like the old Saturday Night Live Bits, mm-hmm. you know, where Henson they do the Muppets, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like they those were weird. They so were. They I'm were, sure there was a little were, bit of a transition. Yeah, they were doing some drugs, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they they did have they had great bits that repeated all the time. Remember the the ballroom dancers? Oh yeah, yeah. You had Muppet News. I mean, there was 
amazing, amazing wow. stuff in there. Yeah, it had to have been an hour. Yeah. Because I think they did most of those things every episode, it seemed like. They did like a right. you know, different new skit of it. I, yeah, just I groundbreaking, um, I, I one of the best that. shows ever. I miss that. And yeah. we had the, the record like, soundtrack album to the show. Yeah. So I've, I'm sure I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the start of the song. <laughs> it's time to meet the Muppets. And I still remember every bit on that record. I'm like, good yeah. grief, the comedian's a bear. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a wearing a necktie. Now, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Yeah. So much. It's like we could go on. There's so many different things. Statler and Waldorf, Waldorf up there, and uh, it's just and so- not necessarily aimed just to kids. It wasn't a kid show. It was oh, definitely, definitely not. A prime yeah. time family show. Like, I think a lot of this stuff, like it may have been, you know, they had that in mind, but adults. Nothing were, in the 70s and 80s. Nothing was for kids. No, <laughs> no. Kids just watched yeah. it. You know, yeah, it wasn't terribly R-rated, but it's yeah, like, we just yeah. didn't get it if yeah. they yeah. said something. It's like Bugs Bunny cartoon to say yeah. things, but it just goes over your head. You got yeah. Saturday mornings. That was all you got. <laughs> Nothing else was for you. There yeah. was an amazing history um, about this show. You know, they did they did some uh, primetime specials to show off what we could do, some of the characters, the new puppets, to enable to make the show, and then nobody would buy it. None of the major networks would pick it up. He ended up selling it um, to somebody that put it into uh, syndication, and they filmed it over in London. Um, and they were doing all producing all that stuff over over there. And it was a huge hit in the UK. It was a huge hit here at one time. It was probably one of the absolute biggest TV shows on the planet. Just and and then everything that sprouted from the success of it you know the 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 muppet movies the you know and henson was able to go and fund movies like the dark crystal and labyrinth and Mm -hmm. and all this crazy stuff so jim henson frank oz are stuck um and it was it's up against a show that i just blew by me i never cared about it all Actually, as a, as a young child, I had HBO and was able to watch Fraggle Rock. Right. And um, I was a big fan of it. I thought it was great. It was it broke a lot of ground on its own. Um, and the storylines they did, some amazing things came out of Fraggle Rock. It was hugely popular. Uh, they had an animated show later on, um, on Saturday mornings. You know, Fraggle Rock is just what it was called, but... Yeah, this was um, mainly, I believe, made by Henson's team over there. 
because he was off doing movies and other projects and he kind of left it to them and it was they came out with this amazing product that lasted for a long time and uh if you go back and watch it now as an adult like i i think a lot of the storylines just were over our head um they were they were pretty yeah, i i don't know what was going on <laughs> i i wasn't really watching anyway i remember there was an old guy a dog a bunch of puppets and i don't care <laughs> i like the theme song you had, you had doc and uh scruffy was it Scruffy? Sprocket. Sprocket. Oh, yeah. Sprocket. Sprocket. Yeah, there were actually, um, I do believe uh, there were other versions of Fraggle Rock made where, well, I shouldn't say other versions, where they did the human part they would have for other countries and they would refilm those with other actors. Sometimes they had Sprocket in them. Sometimes it was another something else. Um, but it was a worldwide, you know, show. So I just yeah. I remember the the big people I don't remember what they were called the Fargo <laughs> that that they freaked me out <laughs> like I was terrified like because it was the scales weird because mm-hmm. I'm sure they were just regular people but like to the fraggles they looked enormous yeah and then the the trash heap yeah that creeped me out too <laughs> but I had such empathy for the poor little doozers. Yeah, the doozers. They just they worked all day, and then and the Fraggles the, ate their stupid. Yeah, everything uh, they built, all their building yeah. supplies. It was like Fraggles. D- then the on. doozers had a spinoff too. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. This show actually, um, you missed it, but yeah, a lot of people didn't. <laughs> it had Maybe a that's huge what's fun. wrong with you. You didn't have enough Fraggles in your. That's right. It's it's that one ingredient. Your, your heart is Fraggleless. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote Muppet Show, but man, I give a lot of credit to Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a great theme song. Yeah, it doesn't beat Muppets for me. No, it's I mean, it would beat a lot of other things on this list, but not Muppets. Yeah, I I love the Muppet Show. I don't know the theme songs that much better, but I I would definitely go it over that. So that puts the Muppet Show up against Hawaii Five O. Oh man, that's that's a great song, but it's not in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I, never, I don't think I ever watched an episode of Wi Fi. <laughs> not that that's what this is about, but it's what this is about. So I'm gonna go Muppet Show. Yeah, I'm going Muppet Show also. So that puts the Muppet Show up against the Jeffersons. That's an interesting battle right there. Yeah. That's what you get. That's what you get. When you do a bracket. All right. Who wants to go first? Jefferson's or Muppet Show? It's a tough one. It's another heart versus gut. All right. I'll go first. Muppet Show. Oh, Jefferson's. Oh. I hate you guys. (laughs) We knew what we were doing. I, I, I mean, give us a snippet. Do some Muppet Show first. It's the Muppet Show with our special guest star, Miss Bernadette Peters! Oh, marching in. And like we talked about before, it gives you a sense. You know, it gives yeah. you the personality of the show. They were getting ready for a show. You know, mm-hmm. they're ready to put on. Every night was like a live performance. They were right. Things yeah, were you're in the wrong. Muppet Theater. Yeah. yeah. Statler and Waldorf, Waldorf are up in the okay, corner. Okay, give me some Jeffersons. Well, we're moving on now. 
like a. Like Got to keep it going to the breakdown. It's like a church. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, like it could be. I would like to see that version. Hold it's up. not. It's not muppetational. Can we say who's singing it? Is that a known? Probably. Probably is known. It's not Kermit, though. <laughs> uh, Jeff Fersons. Wow. I'm sorry, Cliff. Wow. That was hard for me to do, but... Um, it's such a good song. Janet, Jeanette Dubois co-wrote and sang the theme song. I think is what uh, it says. <laughs> okay. So, oh, we're almost done. Yay! So close. It's like oh, 4 a.m. All right, it's not 4 a.m. Shut her down. Um, the southeast bracket. Now we have the play-in. Play-in. Oh, I, I, I forgot about the play-in. Yeah. Can't forget oh about gosh. the play-in. We yeah. got the play-in. <laughs> There's a magic in the early morning we found when the sun. Portrait of the happiness that we feel I'm not asleep. Wow, this thing's going to do it. Wow. This it's is not the theme. No. Now listen. Listen. Not to the theme song. No. I don't. The theme song's not good. Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, they haven't got to the, the part. The, you know, eight is enough to fill our lives with love. <laughs> but who cares? It's not about the theme song. It's about the show. Oh my God! No. If you want the full disclosure, directly contradicting everything you've said. Listen, listen. No, I started this whole thing saying this was just so we could talk about the shows. Uh, uh, Full disclosure: I got ready to uh, record these clips and realized I only had thirty-five, and I knew you guys were going to give me crap, (laughs) so I went and grabbed some. But I did watch this show. It was Mm -hmm. on. uh, Let's see. 77 to 81, Dick Van Patten, who I always got confused with Dick Van Dyke because they had similar names when I was young. Um, he had, there was eight kids. There were, do you guys, did you guys ever see this? Yeah, that was enough. <laughs> that was enough. I remember he had an office right inside the house, big white house. They had like... Uh, sure. Sure. Okay. Well, I guess I'll never. Get uh, yeah. Through. I mean, I know. I know. I've seen some, but I have. I Willie have... Ames was on there. He was he used to be on Charles in Charge. Mm-hmm. He, he was on the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, he famous Nick Little Nicholas was the like the youngest kid. Uh, what's his name? David was the oldest son. Who everyone went to it for advice. Who was originally played by Mark Hamill. In the first episode, and he got in a wreck, it broke his nose, mm-hmm. and they took him off the show, and he ended mm-hmm. up being a Star Wars. I believe he hit Tiger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ran into Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we put that in there. Not uh, yeah, so the wonderful Chuck's word basketball of color. Went, Chuck's basketball went in the street. Tiger chased it, and Mark Hamill hit him in his Corvette summer. Um, All right, what's it up against? I, well, basically, whatever. The other thing is is up against Nancy Bradford because that's the only reason I watch the show because 
I thought she was so gorge. Hill Street Blues. Never saw it. I'm I, sure I saw it. I remember it being on. Sure I saw it, but I didn't care about it. Young kid. Pretty good theme song. Yeah. Uh, famous. I saw it on a bunch of lists, so I thought I better include it. Um, it's obviously better than Eight is Enough as a theme song. Yeah. How did the people vote? Yeah, the, uh, 89% Hill Street Blues. Only 11%. Yeah, this Jesse's no way Eight is enough. Um, so... Good luck, Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Got your work cut out for you. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves. Flapping the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Just a good old boy. They wouldn't change if they could. In the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. <laughs> Come on. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yee freaking haw. Waylon freaking Jennings there. Oh, yeah. Oh. The balladeer. I don't, this is no contest. Well, we don't have to talk about this. Not until the next round. This is no contest. True. It's let's, let's skip it. Okay. Uh, and it's up against a couple of. Couple of PBS Kids Shows. of this beautiful day since we're together might as well say 
Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor? We must already like this song. We just let it play while it's letting it lull us to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've talked about our love for Mr. Rogers before. What's up against? This was the Muppet show that was meant for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, my parents, well, they had when they premiered mm-hmm. Sesame Street. You know, Sesame Street. They had another couple over. This was before they had kids. You know, newly married. They were like it was on prime time, I believe, and they had people over to watch it. You know, they had hmm. already bought a Grover puppet yeah. and stuff. They it's like. Adults watched this show. Mm-hmm. Kids or not, they thought it was hilarious and stuff. Still on today. Yeah, yeah. There's something magic about that song. Like it, it something I don't know, subconscious or something. When 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 my you were about to get to drift four, away for yeah, an hour. When my four year old brain heard that, it just you know laser focus in on the t. It's like uh, yeah. it's about to start. I, I don't know what it is, but it just. I'm a Sesame Street guy. I. I cut my teeth on that stuff i love see it. the dog running across the field and like all the kids yeah. running yeah, yeah that's just <clears throat> okay yeah luckily mr it was mr hooper not mr horton on this show right. uh big bird snuffleupagus groger cook cookie monster burton ernie come on come <laughs> on the count yeah. Oh, Oscar yeah. the Grouch. Yeah, we could go on and on. I, I mean, seriously, very iconic show. As a kid, I was mostly bored by Mister Rogers. You know, I it was not my pick by any stretch. Um, I mostly watched. I mean, I liked Mister Rogers, and that we had so very few television shows to watch yeah. available to us. But I mainly watched after a, you know. A certain age, I only watched Mister Rogers to piss off my dad because he hated that damn <laughs> yeah. cat. Yeah, man. So. Um, but I go Sesame Street. Samesies. Yeah, I, I Mister Rogers is wonderful, right? And and this it just lulls you in, and it, it's it's peaceful and joyful and warm. So that puts Sesame Street, which is still on today, started in 69. Mr. Rogers was 68 to 01, I believe. Uh, must have been around when he died, I assume. And then it's up against what we had already played from 79 to 85. Them darn Duke boys. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Daisy. Come on, Cooter. <laughs> oh, Boss Hog and Roscoe Pete Coltrane. Enos. Enos. Yeah, um, as Sesame Street I is great. Taking, I remember taking pictures of the TV 
when I seriously, I remember taking pictures of you know back when TVs were tiny. Yeah. Uh, before we realized they should be bigger. <laughs> yeah. But using a Polaroid camera to take a picture, trying to ca- get a picture of when the General, the General Lee. Lee was in the air. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I had a General Lee <laughs> big wheel. Uh, that I used to ride up and down the sidewalk over and over and over till I wore the wheels off of yeah. it. Just worn the flag off. You better. <laughs> um, Tom Wopat, John Schneider. What were the what were the their replacement cousins' names? Coin Vance. Coin Vance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Catherine Bach was a knockout. Everybody Ooh, was in Daisy. love with Daisy. Mm-hmm. Dixie. She drove around Dixie. The yep. Jeep. The yeah. Jeep. Yep. Um, yeah. Of course. Watch the show religiously. Yeah, I did too. Um, you know, this is like I said. I love Sesame Street because all those uh, cues before the commercial. <laughs> yeah, I love well, that. Yeah. yeah, the balladeer would come on. The day there was ha- handing out good luck, them Duke boys must have been fishing. <laughs> of course, you had Uncle Jesse. Yeah. So what do you think the, there? There's the shepherd of lost sheep. <laughs> oh. That's so good. <laughs> oh, man, you got me there. There's another verse to the song. There is a second verse, yes. I'm a good old boy. You know, my mama loves me, but she don't understand they keep a show in my hands and not my face on TV. So that's <laughs> the balladeer. Yeah, the balladeer. You yeah. never saw Waylon's face. So yeah. It was a little bit of a, hey. <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was in high school, I had a, I had a buddy. Well, we're still friends. Uh, his kids go to school with mine. Um, he had an 83 Camaro, had T-tops in it. Mm. And uh, we hunted down the CD of Duke's Hattard's theme song, and we used to play it all the time, and we would run and slide across the hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you welded your door shut. <laughs> they were so they had such trouble with that because it's a charger, and they, yeah. they quit making them. It was a 69 charger. Yeah, they ended up buying mm-hmm. any. If they saw a charger on the street, they yep. bought it because yep. they were crashing those. They had a whole like junkyard of them. Yeah, my dad had a 70 charger back in the day. So, um, yeah, I'm so going to do up against Sesame Street, which suddenly looking like a kitty show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to go Duke's Hazard on that. All right, bottom half, the southeast bracket. Something a little close to home. Here. Yeah, th- mm, I'm just gonna play it. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRP. Cincinnati. What's the matter? You're not in love with that? No, that's great. <laughs> oh, man, that is great. Oh, so good. I think um, that... Sh- I've, I've went back and watched several episodes. I feel like the, you're about to say show. something epic. No. <laughs> but <laughs> that look on your face. But I think I, this is the greatest thing. Ever. I think there are several... There are a couple bits that... I think are absolutely some of the, the turkey funniest. thing. You're gonna say okay, turkey. the turkey thing's great, but in episode one, okay, when uh, at the very end, Doctor Johnny Fever yeah. is on the air, 
and the last thing you hear is I almost forgot fellow babies and he hits the record and it's one of the funniest bits I've ever seen because he got fired from a from another station for saying booger on oh, the air okay. and then they were going to change formats and right. you know new station manager comes in and they're going to be a rock and roll station it's great Venus Flytrap Lonnie Anderson uh, yeah we had Andy was the station manager right you had uh, yeah Lonnie Anderson was Jennifer supposed to be the hot mm-hmm. girl but I'm a Bailey, Bailey Quarters guy oh uh, sorry was, about that no oh, she's great um, <laughs> Venus Flytrap Herb Les Nesman Les Nesman and Mr. Horton himself mm-hmm. Gordon Jump was Mr. Carlson yep Randall. big guy <laughs> yeah I, I'm watching different strokes today I'm like oh my god it's the big guy from WKRP <laughs> wrestling with Arnold okay um, yeah this is good show great show loved it still Short love 78 it 78 to 82 mm. classic classic it's up against see I have a problem like most of my favorites are all know, in the same together. this is a great it's up against some good stuff well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with her up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. Thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. Spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. Fall Guy, Lee Majors starring and singing the theme song, <laughs> giving nods to, you know, he, he, he's he been seen with Farah. That's right. Uh, yeah, he has. It sure has. Colt Seavers. <sighs> yeah. I, 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 had a, I had one, I remember one in a mirror with Heather Thomas in a bikini uh-huh. at the fair. Uh, <laughs> back when that's what you won was mirrors with stuff etched on <laughs> Uh, I love that theme song. Yeah, I had the... The uh, unknown stuff. Man. I had the matchbox, though, of his big truck. I did, too. <laughs> yeah. He was... Oh, and... Yeah, I'm, I you can see him falling in the hay. Mm-hmm. The yep. hay, hay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, he was a stuntman slash bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's my ideal occupation, <laughs> the stuntman this, slash bounty this hunter. This show if, is primed for a remake. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah totally. I mean, something set in Hollywood, you know, you could have cameos from people. Like, yeah, come on. Come <laughs> on. All right. WK or P in Cincinnati is, or the Fall I, Guy? I feel bad about that matchup because I love both of them. WKRP is way more iconic. More people recognize it. But I, Fall Guy's a great. That's Fall, a good, Fall that's Guy a is pretty song. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm a I prefer Fall Guy. Fall Guy. I love them both, but I prefer that song. I'm WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, God. What a jerk! <laughs> Shit. Doing it to you. Jerk. Like I I do. I love the Fall Guy, but this is not much of a con. I mean, oh man. When it comes down to it, WKRP Can you is way all more. Stuff happening? Hanging on the helicopter, yeah, I've... flying the jetpack. Maybe if you ever wondered, like, <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. Oh, yeah, that's so good. It's up and down the dial. Oh, Cliff, I've I've gone against you every one of these picks. <laughs> I hate this. Jeez. Well, I fall. That's what a song that is. It's great. All right, last matchup. Got a cartoon. I was always the Pink con- Panther. Yeah, the Pink Panther. I was always confused by this because I, I, as a kid, I didn't. I loved the Pink Panther movies, but I couldn't understand like where it matched up with the cartoon. I still don't know. So yeah, I don't know. It's just that I, I don't know. If they have anything to do with each other? No, the Pink Panther. Like he was, he would be in the opening credits. Yeah, he would appear in. The yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, okay. But, that's but it was one of, just like he was just like a snooty panther that didn't like when I don't know. I remember watching it. I like the theme song. <laughs> I think that's one of life's mysteries, right there. Yeah. What was the relationship? I don't know. Yeah. The name. They called it that, and then they were like, "Hey, let's make a cartoon <laughs> of Pink Panther." Um. Uh, the last song. The last song. So I thought it's very save, last. Thought it'd save something good.
George is in the home. I always think of that. Uh, our generation has to think I of that. I assumed you had that queued up somewhere. Nah. I, I love the hand motion though. Where could I be? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greatest American Hero. Wait. Not not a great show for me, but a great theme song. Short lived. 81 yeah. to 83. William Cat uh, gets a suit from a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> Lost the instruction manual, I believe. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out how to fly and do all this stuff. Robert Culp in a great role. Still a novel concept. Of all the superhero shows and movies we've had since, like, what a great concept. Man. I agree, yeah. That's really good. Uh, Connie Selico played the girl. Um, but yeah, I've never seen the show. The only, Literally, the only thing I know about it is the theme. You've never seen, oh, an, wow. episode. Never yeah. seen an episode. I remember watching it as Oh, a kid. definitely, yeah. yeah. I watched the whole thing, I'm sure. I mean, I know what his suit looks like. I've seen the, you know, I've seen. The it was like the only superhero-y thing I could right. see on TV at mm-hmm. the time, and I was like, "Oh, this is really in prime cool. time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it beats Pink Panther for yep. me. Greatest American Hero versus WKRP, or no? Whoa, it's Fall, Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Okay. Well, we can make a WKRP. No, it's Fall Guy versus Greatest uh, American Hero. Fall Guy. Greatest American Hero. Fall Guy. Wow. Fall Guy versus the Dukes of Hazard. Da Dukes. Dukes. Okay. I have no say. Uh, so, our final four in the silver bracket is what? Brady Bunch? Yep. Versus Mr. Kate. Mr. Kate. And the other side is the Jeffersons. Versus the Dukes of Hazard. Duke good boys. final four. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I didn't vote for any on the left side, and I voted all the way for the, everything on the right side. <laughs> okay. I mean, is this pretty much where, where you guys thought it would come out at? Oh, uh, yeah. No idea. I I wouldn't have put. I wouldn't have guessed. Welcome back, Cotter had would beat out. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, but I could, the, I other, could, the other three, I thought. Those were all the top seeds. I, yeah, I, I would have had Three's Company, um, probably Knight Rider, and then out of the other side here, probably Muppet Show, and uh, possibly I don't know. I don't know. It was a real toss up. Duke's Hazard and WKRP for me. So uh, I would have had Magnum PI going all the way. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I could see that. Um, all right, so Brady Bunch. Welcome back, Connor. Yeah, I. I mean, yes, I like the song for "Welcome Back, Connor," but the Brady Bunch is like to me, seriously, it is the quintessential theme song of a TV show. Like it is the most nostalgic. You know, it, it tells the story. It hears the story of a lovely lady, right? Right. Right. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Yeah, you had you didn't have to see any other episode. You knew exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're ready to go. They don't, yeah, they, they don't tell you confusion. Any details about the dog? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry about the dog. Is shame the butcher. Uh, you can think that's on some other show. You might you see his house. <laughs> he's not over. No, he is not. There he is. 
We um, we all immediately, as soon as the first time we played it, we started looking around. You know, we're doing yeah, we're motions like in the boxes. Up, yeah. All right, and it's up against Welcome Back, Cotter. That's it right there. It's just that it's welcome cool. back. It is. Oh, it, that's man. the thing. It's a different type of song, though. I think it is a beautiful song. Like I said, I whistle it all the time. Yeah, I love that's it. Great. But as love, but yeah. <laughs> but I. It's not. It's not the Brady. It's not Bunch. the quintessential mm. theme song like mm. Brady Bunch. I say Brady Bunch, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there's a number of things I would put above the Brady Bunch. Just my own personal right. list, but there's very little more well known and more iconic and bigger. So, uh, so again, not a personal favorite, but better to me than Welcome Back, Cotter. So, I go Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Okay, the other side was. What's up against? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty great, but... But... I mean, but. I know... I feel like I... I feel like I'm not driving this freaking charger anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's off... The, we've, we're jumping the crick yeah, here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Waylon Jennings might be my favorite singer of all time. Never mean it no harm. Johnny Cash probably has the best voice of all time, but Waylon, that nasally sort of, that vo- oh, it just has an edge to his voice that I love. Someday the mountain might get him, but the law never will. Yeah, oh, so awesome. Right, just, the show has, to me, it hasn't aged with me. Like mm-hmm. I never want to watch a rerun. Oh, like if it's on, yeah. I, I have not turned to a Dukes of Hazard rerun oh, no, ever. Yeah. I when agree. when I was in high school, it came uh, like I think it was like TNN at the time or something. But oh, that that channel was built on Dukes reruns. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> but I remember when it when they came out with Dukes of Hazard reruns, and I had not seen the show in years. And I remember going back and like going home from school in high school, and we were like, we're gonna watch the Dukes, man, and still loving it, but. Yeah, it maybe hasn't aged the best. <sighs> well, I'm sure I'll be outvoted, but I'm going Jefferson's. You're going Dukes? I'm going Dukes. So it's up to me. <sighs> Them Duke boys. Oh, done it again. Down in Hazard County. <laughs> Duke boys have done it again. <laughs> uh, you're not going to vote against the Jeffersons. Have trouble. Um, just the joy of that Jefferson song. It's so cheery and joyful. For me, it's just... I don't know. I hear that that Dukes of Hazzard, you know... I know, you are so You are very in this one... You are the the 1984-ness person to ever walk the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazzard, G.I. Joe's. 
All I had all the toys. I had yeah. the General Lee. It's I had the best year. Of I your had life. the Matchbox cars. I had the little figures that Bo and Luke that fit into the plastic General Lee and the I, top. Yeah, I up. had it too. I, I I'm with you. I just I just I loved that show so much. It was oh man, bow and arrows with sticks of dynamite. <laughs> You've been saving keep that talking, to try to win him talking. over. Fire him off! You're winning. Like, You've been it. saving that to try to win him over the last second with bow and arrows, dynamite. sticks of dynamite. Wow! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was Roscoe's dog's name? He had the dog in the car, the basset hound. Oh, it always looked so sad. If you can't remember. You can't vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> I I wasn't it something to do with it being fast, right? It was it speedy? Yeah, flash. 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 Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, wow. and I said speedy. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I knew it's something like yeah. that because he was slow. Let's call him Flash. Cliff, he's went against me I'm every stab round. You in the back one every more time. single round, <laughs> he has went against I, me. I just can't. Yeah. Dukes is a wonderful ballad. They still play it on country radio. You hear like the old school country stations still play that song. But there's just there's just happiness in the Jeffersons. I have nothing left needs, to vote for. The world needs more happiness. <laughs> so. Jeffersons. Okay, it puts the Bradys against the Jeffersons. I'll stay. With, I'll ride the Jeffersons till the end. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls? All of them had hair of gold. Yeah, I um I watched a lot more Brady Bunch. I was certainly more familiar with the Brady Bunch, and it's like it's I would compare it to like the Flintstones as far as theme songs go. Everybody knows the words. Sing it on the bus. Sing it on the bus. I believe it. Yeah. And you're on the field trip, man. You got to pull out the big guns. <laughs> so is that your vote? That's my vote, Brady Bunch. Wow. I was silent there because I wanted to see what happened because I'm pretty even on these. Both were number one seeds for me on those in their perspective sides. Oh, wow. Got to pick one. I know. Yikes. I think this is going to make a big difference in how this whole thing plays out. I'm doing the math in my head. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Neither me or Cliff seem real enthused about either of these. So I don't know yeah. if they stack up against the other winners yeah. or not. Um. Yeah. I, I. I. Honestly, they are about just so even for me. But again, I go back to I think. Whew, they both get the job done, but I think Brady Bunch just does what I want. So, it just does what I want, Brady Bunch. <laughs> okay, so the winner of the Silver Age bracket is the Brady Bunch. Congratulations, Brady's. Here's the story of a lovely lady. And B. Davis and all that stuff. Um, so that takes us to the final four of the whole shebang. R.I.P. Tiger. You've stuck with us. <laughs> You've stuck with us this time. All this time we got Final Four. So from the... Uh, what was what, it? The what bron- we, we did the bronze Yeah, first, the bronze age winner was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it is matching up against... 
the winner of the Golden Age bracket, Mission Impossible. And then on the other side will be the Modern Age winner, which was the Office theme, versus the winner of today's Silver Age, the Brady Bunch. It's a pretty good Final Four. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so, can you play any of those? Or? Yeah, sure. Um. Mission should be choose accepted. Narrow down these four songs. What's it up against? of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said, pressure it a dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, your home's the Bel Air. Fresh Prince, Mission Impossible. What do you guys think? I remember Mission Impossible, like when they first saw the bracket. Oh, that's pretty good. And then it just kept winning for me. It just mm. kept going and going. I was like, yeah, that's better than all these. So it was more of a dark horse choice. Right. Where Fresh Prince kind of stands out immediately as, oh, that's one of those songs that just yeah. everybody knows. So it's kind of a, an immediate favorite versus a slower burn. Mm. No pun intended. Yeah. Match strike. I uh, I realized on on the listen back, I did not vote for Mission Impossible one time. <laughs> right, you did not. And uh, that's going to continue because I'm going to vote Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm looking at the other side of the bracket, trying to think. I know. Would either of those? defeat either of these I'm not sure I don't think so is the thing well I don't know yeah. depends what they're up against oh it's so important see people we've invested all this time it's very important <laughs> yeah, it's so important we can't fall on our faces now oh, that would just have been a waste of everyone's time <laughs> well I love Mission Impossible it's it's like it's probably my favorite theme song of anything all time is the reason it's so tough because like I said uh, I like when it tells the story in a theme song and sets you up for the show and Mission Impossible doesn't do that except for the tenseness and things but it's such a good theme song it, you know eclipses everything it's a really tough pick I'm going to say Mission Impossible and let it all fall on your shoulders how's that? Do I screw over Cliff one more time just for? <laughs> it's been the theme of the night here. Time's sake. 
again, no, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I feel like I'm picking the winner. I don't know what you guys are feeling on that other side, but at least from my perspective, because I'm not sure either of these would lose the either of the other two for my money. I'm inclined to agree. It's got to be Fresh Prince. It's from my era. Uh, I've watched way think, more of those. I think as far as the crowd is concerned, you're definitely picking the right one. Lyrically, uh, you said it sets up the show. Not that, you know, Mission Impossible deserves to be here. I said from an underdog, it's that small school that, you know, defied the odds and, and yeah. busted the bracket and made it all this way. Yeah. But I got to go Fresh Prince. Yeah, Fresh Prince does it all. So it's up against uh, The Office. Listening to that last episode, I just I was I just wasn't satisfied. Uh huh. Just still thinking, really, that was the best one, because there's that feeling of it's just not classic enough. And then, but it's well, it's better than that one. Well, it's better than that one. And then you just by <laughs> process of elimination, it is. It's yeah, great. It's yeah, so yeah. so good. But it just doesn't feel like an all timer. Yeah, because it's, it's so, so recent and yeah. it's so short. You know, yeah, that's so, so short a time. That's the we've problem had. with the modern, yeah, modern bracket. Um, yeah, I don't think it. It's great, but it can't beat this. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother. The youngest one in curls. It's the story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four. Yeah, purely theme song. Brady Bunch has my vote. Yep, Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. So Brady Bunch versus Fresh Prince. Both tell the story. Set you up for the show. It's just whether you're racist or not. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what somebody's going to say. We went Brady Bunch, right? Yeah. I don't know. They both do the job. I think they both equally do the job. But only one had the involvement of DJ Jazzy Jazz. Right. That's true. Professional musician yeah. doing this song. Quincy yeah. Jones driving the cab. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How you got to go Fresh Prince. It's just, I. They're both iconic, but everybody knows every word. And it's just home. Like, smell you later. I'm voting <laughs> Fresh Prince. Yeah, me Fresh too. Prince. Yeah. It's unanimous. Will Smith's many accolades, awards, and laurels. Here's his latest. <laughs> hey, it's great. Winner. Happy with the winner. Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast Extreme TV theme song bracket. So good. We did it, guys. It only took us weeks and weeks. 10 hours, and 12 weeks, hours, 10, 12 uh, hours, something like that. To get through it all, to come to the conclusion I predicted from the very beginning. 
I know. I'm a little <laughs> underwhelmed I because know. I knew it was going to happen. We picked the winner in the yeah. first minute, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I said that in the first episode, but I was like, "Hey, this is going to win it all." Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, we did it. I mean, yeah. that, that we, there but it we is. got to talk about all the shows. That was real. It was about the journey for me. I, <laughs> I'm I glad like, it was. I like all the nostalgia talking about these shows. I spent all those hours watching them. <laughs> that's true. Might as well get to talk about them for that's, a minute. That's a that's a good point. So so yeah, this one this involved a lot of hours and preparation, and uh, we we appreciate you listening. A lot of sweat, tears, arguments. Yeah, yeah. and uh, drama. Uh, feel free to uh, let us know. Contact us. What you, where how it would have ended up in your bracket. Yeah, what what would your winner have been? Would you have voted with me the Ever? correct way? Ever? Or Anyone. would you have Anyone. went with these guys? Are you a 1984 aficionado? I'm betting you are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we really enjoy these special types of episodes. If you any ideas, hit us up. Yeah. Yeah, we do brackets. We do top tens. We'll do the work. We'll do whatever. Just come up with the idea. Although Riverdale's about to start, so really, busy. our time is limited. Your, it's got to be good, people. Get your ideas in or hold them. <laughs> so that was our summer. We did it. Yeah, summer's over. Now it's time for the autumn. <laughs> the autumn wind is a podcaster. Whatever. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Check us out on Facebook, where we do polls and fun things and yes. post memes and mm-hmm. and links. And and uh, gifts, yeah, and uh, other quirks and troubles and, and yeet, yeet. We, just, we yeet nonstop, twenty four seven. Just say goodbye. Thank you guys. Goodbye. My name is Jordan Love. I'm Cliff Barnes. Good night, everybody. Good night, Jordan. Night, Cliff. Well, Seth boy. Everybody, quiet down now and get some sleep. Night, everybody. Night, Mama. serious issue but unlike saved by the bell and that you know tried to tackle jesse's drug use over caffeine pills <laughs> over caffeine pills this went as far as early 1980s probably stretched into the censors do you think it did any good do you think there, there is i think it terrified who, a generation of did, kids, did kids think to go you know, tell it at all of some you know i did it do more harm than good? Or I, did it, I, mean, I can I can remember that time like we were like it was beating our brains that you don't go over to people's houses like strangers that you didn't know the whole stranger danger like 
I remember this episode. Like, I completely blocked it out till you started bringing this up, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And as soon as uh, I mentioned it, everybody knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Everybody remembers Mr. Horton. Up to this point in our lives, we thought all old people were nice, like, great people that take you to parts and, you know, give you, I don't know, hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. Awfully specific. Thank you, man. Pornography and comic books. No, because well, I remember as a kid, we had this next-door neighbor. Yeah, who gave him hot dogs. Here we go. Fiction, <laughs> Michael. Nothing happened. We're recording this. But nothing happened. I got out of there in the nick of time. Went home and played with my goldfish, Abraham. No, he would, he would take me to the park around the corner when they would... <laughs> I mean, this is such like anyway. There, you know, like um, the park on the west side where they had the um, they did have baseball games. Yeah, he was just like he was just an old gentleman that would take me over there. (laughs) I give up. Let's move along. Come on, we brought his camera. We've given you every chance to get out of it. You're going now. Go on. What happened? But no, anyway. He, <laughs> he would just take me over to the park and we'd watch ball games and, you know, he'd give me a hot dog and a pop or something. And it was just really cool. You know, there's just one thing, though. Maybe it would be best if you didn't even mention, you know, that you came back here and I gave you all this ice cream before dinner. Why don't we just make it our little secret? Like, I... As a little kid, it was nice to get out of the house and do something. Whereas, like, this episode taught you that all old people were evil. Yeah, different strokes of root. Part for everyone. That's, that's the magic right there. That's the magic. Oh my god. I miss it. Oh my god. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> I just... I just I, just love what he's like. <laughs> he's like, am I buying a hot dog? I go, oddly specific. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best thing yeah, ever. That's I miss the most are things slowly dawning on Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Where all the rest of us know it a mile away. It's that revelation. But it takes you missed to get there for him. And then that's just a beauty where you like shove the quote in there and you come back. He's like, this is nice. He just took me and got some stuff. And he just was well, nice. What was that? Fine gentleman. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that is so good. It's podcast magic. That is so good. Oh. Wow. He is definitely. And, uh, you can't duplicate that. No, stuff. you can't. Uh, <laughs> go on. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but no. Yeah, he's like, yeah, there's a park over <laughs> It's just like he wouldn't stop. He didn't know when to stop. He didn't realize how this was going to come across. Mm. So good. That is crazy good. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I just wish... Yeah. Wow. Sound quality. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Echo and stuff. That's so fun. Coming a long way.
The Echo Dot allows you to talk oh, really? to more rooms in your home. Yeah, stop. She's been listening this whole time for <laughs> free. <laughs> stop. You owe us a dollar. Oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> wow.